I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. I'm Simone. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I, and this week a guest, talk about the TV show Supernatural. It is the season 12 feedback episode. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm ready to talk about this episode. As you heard, we were joined uh, by a guest. Simone, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Okay. I'm really hot. Excellent. <laughs> but I'm really excited to talk about this. Big sweaty energy on Monster of the Week <laughs> has, has been mm-hmm. kind of a, uh, a long-standing thing. So it's either either Chris is getting creamed by snow or he's he's sweating his his private parts off. I don't know where I'm going with this. Somebody say <laughs> Here uh, we go. Here we go. Season 12, baby. Feedback. Um, thank the you energy for, is back. The energy is super, super great. Thank you for joining us, Simone. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here. Um, yes, thank you for being here. <laughs> you've been you've been actively talking to us on Twitter and various other platforms about in uh, your own words, uh, harassing harassing us uh, or keeping the pod bean warm. Yes, keeping pod bean warm for everybody. So it looks like we're active on that service that I didn't ever look at until somebody emailed me. It was like, hey, you've got comments on here, and I was like, do what? <laughs> um. So yeah. For people who have never listened to a feedback episode, we're going to talk about season 12, Supernatural in general. We're going to uh, take a quick little musical break, and then we're going to uh, talk about all of your responses and your feedback. We got a ton of it, so we have a lot to get through. Um, I kind of want to start with you, Simone, and kind of get your kind of history of Supernatural. How long have you been watching the show? What do you think about season 12? Kind of kind of give us your 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 whole bio. What's been What's going on? <laughs> Okay, I can do this pretty quickly. Okay, so my friend is very good at uh, talking me into things without her knowing she's talking me into something. (laughs) So she would keep talking about it. And I just happened to be folding laundry one day and there was an episode on. And so I was just like, well, sure, that can play in the background. Um, And they said Dean's name a million times. And I was just intrigued. And I'm like, who is this Dean person? And so I watched another episode. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to restart the series. And that was like a season four episode. Um, So that's how it started. Uh, And as far as season 12, (laughs) I actually, I really, um, I thought it was, I really liked it because I thought it was a very, at the time, very genius idea to go so big. They went as big as they could with God and Amara. And then they, uh, I thought they were bringing it kind of back to basics with just the bad guys are humans this time. Hmm. So I, that's what I really, I thought I was very excited about like um, when season 12 began. Um, And overall, I really, I think back on it very fondly. I really like season 12. It's interesting because Chris and I got a lot of, uh, whoa, better watch out for season 12 (laughs) kind of stuff. um, When we did the, (laughs) when we started getting closer to the pot to, to doing it on the podcast and I had watched some of it um like i think i'd started the season but knowing some stuff um but it's very quickly like got out of my comfort zone and it's it's weird because there's a lot that i really really like about season 12 and then there's some parts that i just can't stand um mm-hmm. and that i really really hate so it's a really mixed season for me and i feel like most of them have been that way like for a while um yeah this season 12 i think sticks out because it has uh, for as many of its high highs, it has a lot of low lows for us. Um, and mm-hmm. that's, it's not just like a bunch of mediocre episodes, like season six. I don't even remember what we said about that, but a lot of mediocre episodes, probably nothing totally, totally atrocious. 
Um, but in season 12, it felt like we were either on like one end of the, the spectrum or the other. And it, it's, it sticks out for that reason, I think. Yeah. Well, half the time, I feel like I'm on the other side of the fence, honestly. <laughs> I'm like looking in from the outside at the fandom. <laughs> but um, yeah, listening to you guys, I was like, wait, did I like season 12? Because <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of, there are, you know, there are a lot of, y'all made a lot of good points. Um, but I think I, overall, I look back. I really like the um, the family stuff the most. The Lucifer mm-hmm. stuff, I didn't need. Uh, but the family, men of letters thing, I really... Yeah, it's pretty into. Yeah, bringing Mary back. Um, we talked about it at the end of season eleven, um, and I remembered saying like, I I want them to let Mary be kind of her own person in this. Like, I don't want her to get caught up in everything that Dean and Sam thinks that she should be. Like, I want her to be kind of her own person. And for the most part, I think she accomplishes that until they literally like erase her mind and mind control her to do some dumb shit. But we won't even <laughs> thank you, Buckland. Like, we won't even get into that. Yeah. But for the most part, like she has her own internal like actions and thought processes like she's not just there to be a fool for sam and dean she's she's Mm -hmm. her own person and she has her own feelings and she's trying to figure out a way to be a mom and also be her own person who hasn't been alive for 30 something years so it's right i think her whole arc in this is very very good i am super bummed that they just put her in an alternate universe with mark pellegrino at the end of this like i I, can you imagine a worse fate um I, no not really no, not, like because only because there's in theory two mark pellegrinos in that universe and i'm going to keep oh, going yeah. back to that so, yeah. <laughs> so that's easily unless we go to an it's alternate like, universe no. where there's four then yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah like her i think mary specifically i think they really did right by her character and and bringing her to life on the screen i think i think they did mm-hmm. a really good job yeah for sure and it is a really interesting concept um having to go from amara and god and all this stuff and then shrink it down again um it, it they they did the same thing with season five and season six they had to now reset after the apocalypse so what the hell do you do after god <laughs> like where, yeah, do, you, yeah. where do you go sister. from there yeah <laughs> that's that's pretty intense and i guess the the resolution to season 11 is so surprising like there's no big sacrifice or anything it's just sort of like yeah we, we fixed it um that I think they did they did need to try and go in a new direction and whether or not they succeeded in that is um you know up to interpretation I guess or a matter of opinion but it is it is interesting that they they brought back Mary they did something different with her they didn't just like have her be the new Bobby you know she she has her own stuff going on and then they bring in these British men of letters so even though we don't really like them it's still a different dynamic that we haven't really dealt with before so at least in 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 those ways there's there's some interesting stuff going on when the British Men of Letters was introduced, or when the Men of Letters was introduced, I had such high hopes for it um, being, you know, this kind of, not necessarily villainous by nature, right? Like, they're genuinely doing something good, but just being mm-hmm. uh, so antagonistic to Sam and Dean's ways that they have gotten themselves set in over the last, you know, 12 years or so, that I thought there'd be a lot of really interesting dynamic stuff that would happen with that. And to a small degree, there is. I think it was kind of hamstrung by casting two of the douchiest looking people that i've ever seen in my entire life like <laughs> apologies i hope these actors never hear about it i'm not sorry like Nick, it's just right? like, it's not just your fault like you just you guys you know you, it's just genetics you just look weird um <laughs> but i'm sorry that's not i i, I i'm not i'm I not gonna ended, take it back i I'm ended up take, I, 
I ended up liking Mick. Mick okay, okay. Mick grew on me. Mick just needed yeah, to shave. Mick. Um, he just needed to figure out what the five o'clock shadow was doing. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> but but I think that where it fell off for me was towards the end of the season where they were obviously kind of like, well, they have to be the bad guy because mm-hmm. they can't just be Lucifer and the Crowley and the demon stuff. Like they have to be, they we have to make them a caricature of themselves. So like now they're literally children killing children and they are slaughtering people wholesale and they're doing mind control. So what, what did you think about like that evolution of how quote unquote evil the British men of letters got towards throughout the season? I mean, when I was listening to you guys, I was like, huh, well, yeah, that part didn't make that much sense, I guess, and that part did. But I don't know. I um I thought it was really cool to see like another faction of the Men of Letters. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and I don't know. It kind of I guess it is like I don't know, maybe a little stereotypical to I don't know that, but um, just that they thought they could do everything more efficiently. But I don't know. I I kind of enjoyed it. Um, yeah, none of it really was. Uh, but I guess there is a lot. I, I didn't enjoy the Mary Catch stuff too much. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just really enjoyed seeing the, the humans fight it out for once. Um, yeah, it's a different we dynamic. so for sure. big, yeah. Yeah. Um, it would have been interesting, maybe, to me it would have been interesting, if this if this wasn't actually a, a Men of Letters organization, um, if whether they just came in claiming to be that uh, and then turned out that they were something else, or they were something else, and they colloquially referred, referred to themselves as the British Men of Letters. Because the in the end, the the idea of of needing to exterminate the American hunters who like won't fall in line just never really made all that much sense. And I guess at the, at this point, they're they're ramping up with a whole lot of other stuff. They have Angel Baby on the way. You know, there there are other <laughs> gears turning. So it's time to wrap up our our season twelve plot and and move on to the next thing. Um, but it, it, it almost, it almost kind of came out of nowhere. Like we knew all along that they were out to control them, to get to work with them, to, to bring them into their system so that they could eradicate all the monsters. But from the get go, you know, torturing Sam, where did that get us? And then on, on an episode by episode basis, that stuff was engaging. That stuff was interesting, super interesting, especially at first when we're like, who are these people and what are they doing? But it feels like the pieces never fully connected for them in a lot of ways. So then they were just like, all right, screw it. We're just going to go full evil. They got to just be full evil. (laughs) Well, I guess I understand. I don't know. I guess the question of efficiency, I guess, because they were, um, we, I guess that's, that's kind of the theme, like, throughout Supernatural is, are we doing the right thing? Are we doing the wrong thing? Do you just kill anything because it's a monster? Or do you consider it if it's not doing anything bad? Mm-hmm. Um, so the American, I guess, Dean and Sam usually have that emotional um, battle with themselves, whereas the British men of letters tried to eliminate that. So I don't know. I thought it made sense that there's a faction like that. Yeah. Um, and to see them kind of fight it out made sense to me, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. It's hilarious to me as I was going through, because um, I'm working on the season 13 video right now. So I was pulling clips from all of season 12 and um, I decided to do it differently this time. So I actually kind of like skimmed through every single episode of season 12 over the course of like four hours this weekend. Um and I was shocked and amazed that the Hitler episode was this season because I had completely, oh my God. <laughs> completely forgotten about it. And then like, we're just sitting here thinking and listening to you guys talk about the British men of letters and thinking about like how evil they got. And like, 
in a season with literal Hitler in it. <laughs> like somehow <laughs> British men of letters topped them, topped Hitler yeah. on the evil scale for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it was just because it was a one-off episode and kind of a humorous mm-hmm. episode at that, but like literally Hitler was in this season and I had completely forgotten about it. And I somehow, maybe mercifully so, I keep forgetting about the Lucifer rock star stuff. Oh, um, well, which, yeah, mercifully, yeah. <laughs> which at the time, I can't even remember how if we hated it or what. It was just so like, out of nowhere and it just seemed like we we didn't know what at all this season was going to be and of course in the end we we know the the main thing to take away from this was the uh the nephilim the angel baby and on the other side of that it besides conflict and 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 threats we also got i think a more matured sam and dean which i know we talked about a little bit um they really finally seemed like they were constantly on the same page or at least constantly communicating with each other in a super mature way that we don't necessarily see all the time or we'll see it we'll see pockets of it throughout the seasons but it it never remains consistent because they need that drama but for they just did not really dip into the brother drama well for this one and um that ended up being a super super strong point for me throughout this whole season it's uh one of my favorite parts of season 12 actually and I'll, i'll go back to this moment over and over again but when Sam goes to Dean and says, you know, I want to, I think, I think mom is right. I think we should work with the British men of letters. Like they, we, we were able to kill the fucking alpha vamp. Like we, they've been Mm -hmm. clearing vampires out like by wholesale, by state, like not by, you know, hive or whatever. What what do vampires (laughs) hang out in? Quad, Uh, quads or something. What do they hang out in? Quads. Yeah, it's quads. Nest. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yes. They're they're clearing out all of the vampire quads of the state. Um, Parks? Uh, (laughs) Vampire parks? Do they hang out of parks? A murder of vamps? Is that what we're... That's what, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But... And, and so Sam goes to Dean with that and says, you know, this is what I think. And Dean's like, I totally disagree. Let's do it. Like, let's and and doesn't really give Sam a lot of shit for it. Like, doesn't it's, even when it falls apart, even when Mick starts being a little suspect, yes. like they he doesn't do what I thought he was going to do, which is I can't believe we're doing this. I can't believe you made us do all of this. I can't believe you and mom made all the wrong choices, and all this <laughs> stuff like Sam and Dean's core relationship, especially on on. Dean's side, which I think Dean is always the one to be a little antagonistic against being super cool brothers, was just great, <laughs> right? Like Sam, yeah. I mean, get, right? Dean is always the one to like pull away yeah. a little bit. So, like, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Sometimes but, Dean will like kill one of Sam's Kitsune girlfriends and Sam will get upset about it or whatever. Sure. But for yeah, the most part, yeah, an episode true. at most, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Sam, you know, Sam doesn't always make the healthiest relationship choices. So, can you really blame Dean? <laughs> Again, going through clips for the video, I went back to season one today and like uh, that very first, you know, woman in white episode where the ghost is literally making out with Sam. And I'm like, God damn, Sam, <laughs> like save <laughs> it for episode 12. Yeah, you never stopped. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the boys, that's all to say the boys having a, a rock solid relationship is easily one of my favorite parts of season 12. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's really, really good. The Lucifer oh, stuff. Goodness. I yeah i i i'm curious how you feel about this because like we've made our opinions well known on the podcast but like the evolution of lucifer as a character i think started so strong in the apocalypse days and has just especially with this season with the interplay between crowley we have a whole you know subject to talk about with crowley but all of the stuff with lucifer this season just felt like spinning a, a wheel and like just waiting mm-hmm. for sit to land on something interesting what, what, what yeah do you think i'd say uh yeah lucifer and crowley were felt super watered down and i'm not sure 
I, I thought that's the one thing about season 12. I was like, I think it would have been such a strong season for everyone if it mainly focused on the British men of letters and Mary and the family stuff. And we still got like really good stuff from that. Uh, but I just think mm-hmm. half of it was wasted on. I mean, Lucifer really, he didn't even have a plan. He was just like, I'm, I have nothing else to do and I'm mad. Now I have a son, so yeah. I'll go after that. So that's like a little, I mean, I guess he, at least he has some kind of goal now um, <laughs> with his son. Mm-hmm. But Chris, it occurs to me that we made fun of, um, Sam a whole lot for not knowing what uh, pregnancy was this season. Yeah, but yeah. somehow Lucifer has been alive for uh, two thousand years true. and just either it, and just never bothered you know, to get a girl pregnant you before. Know. You know what I'm saying? He just he never tried. He never tried. <laughs> a lot of virgins on Supernatural, and that's okay. But um, <laughs> Prince of Hell didn't expect that one. Um, I guess probably looked King down on humans. Yeah, I don't know. With them, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's hard to. I mean, can, it's hard to really you know criticize the writers we don't know the situation for for how these episodes come to be or how things fall together but it, it just it, you mentioned how lucifer himself doesn't really have a plan at first he's just sort of out in the world being a rock star like just doing stuff um and at first i think we were assuming he was going to start some new cult or something which i would have been down for lucifer trying to start his own like real life cult that Sam and Dean have to deal with. It would have still been uh, a people problem, you know, so they've got the British men of letters on one side and a Lucifer cult on the other side. Puts them in a really weird situation. Um, but yeah, it's just, they didn't seem like they really fully knew what they wanted to do with Lucifer. Maybe they knew where they wanted him to go eventually. They wanted to to have the, the child of Lucifer come up at some point, um, but they weren't ready to get to that point yet. So yeah, it's just a lot of chaos from him. And then they go, well, okay, well, we need to restrain him for the middle part of this season because Castiel and Kelly Klein are going to be off somewhere else. So we just need to hold everybody down. Let's bring Crowley back in. Crowley will just for no reason decide to toy with Lucifer instead of throwing him back in the cage. Um, And they both kind of got squandered on this plot line. Yeah. Crowley, I think is the bigger loss here because Crowley has always been super interesting. I think he's Mark Shepard is a better actor than Mark Pellegrino. Like he's more dynamic on the screen. Like he plays Mm -hmm. more off of, Sam and Dean and Castiel. Um, do you remember like that episode early in the season where Crowley and Castiel were just like hanging out? Like they were doing faces <laughs> yeah. together. Like was, I forgot they were bros. They were bros. <laughs> like they were Yeah, it was insane. And I think you don't really get a lot of that stuff with Mark Pellegrino, partly because of the writing, but also probably because he's a dick. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm just com- I'm coming after every actor that I don't like today, I guess, is what's happening right now. Um but I I'm so disappointed that we spent so much time with Crowley kind of having this you know, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? This grudge against Lucifer, where I think that I've always thought that Crowley's the kind of character, he's an opportunist at heart, and he'll take mm-hmm. every single advantage he possibly can, and he'll take revenge, but he wouldn't let himself get caught up with it. And yeah, I almost wish that they had even gone back to the human Crowley stuff for this and been like, oh, this is this is Crowley not letting his letting some of that human nature creep back in, letting that like desire for revenge, which we've seen you know, kind of spoil Sam and Dean's plans to a degree, like yeah. get in his own, he's going to get himself in his own way. But instead, like all that happens is like they, he sacrifices himself at the end for kind of a meaningless thing because they don't, he, he doesn't seal the portal and Lucifer is able to come back through and kill Castiel and grab Mary and go back in. So like, yeah, what, what did we do? I don't, I don't get it. And I don't know. I, I've heard stuff like that. 
Mark Shepard was relatively upset. Yeah. He didn't really care for a lot of the stuff happening in the writer's room. So um, it w- that's all super disappointing to me. Like when stuff happens that way, and it affects the show. I think it's a real bummer. Well, I'm not yeah, defending sure. it at, at um, uh, Crowley's, you know, progression at all to that. But I actually did really like him in his final episode. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess definitely. maybe I, that's what I mean. I don't mean this is to defend it, but maybe. I don't know. It took that whole pointless season for him to realize, hey, I don't like my job. I actually like the Winchesters yeah. better, even though, you know, they've ruined half my plans. And then he sacrifices himself for them. Uh, so I liked, I really liked his last. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they are able to pull off something here that that does read well. It feels good. It feels like this is this is Crowley. Um being as fed up with all of the bullshit that you know we went through um as we are and and yeah and and so in the end it's it feels like this is a place that they should have brought crowley it feels like this was this was somehow the natural evolution of things um i just wish that they hadn't wasted so much screen time with him yeah. previously in the season on him you know making lucifer you know <laughs> like water off the floor or whatever which not that crowley wouldn't do that i just don't think he would give a shit um, and yeah, maybe tapping into that more human side of him that has created this weakness in him. Like, I, c- I could totally buy that. Um, but it seems like these were Lucifer scenes mm-hmm. and not Crowley scenes. They were using Crowley for for another reason. And, and, you know, in a way, they still they build up that hatred. So in the end, when he sacrifices himself, it's a combination of I hate Lucifer and, um, you know, the, the Winchesters are, are a more worthy cause in this case. Um, that you know that does make sense. I just wish that it had all, um, it had all, I don't know, come together a little bit smoother. I really, really like the idea of him getting fed up with hell, and um, his death was one that I had not been spoiled on. So like, I was super mm-hmm. excited to be like, all right, like Crowley, without being constrained to hell, which he's always looked bored with, is going to be super interesting. Like, what is he going to do with this time? Like, is he going to be a, a help or a hindrance with the boys? Like, is he going to try to like set up some sort of fiefdom on Earth and become the villain of season mm-hmm. thirteen? Like mm-hmm. what is what does he want? Like if he does, we also just found out he works with the British Men of Letters, kind of. <laughs> oh yeah, the Hellhound and stuff. And we also had that whole thing with the the stuff in L.A. where he'd been like working with musical acts and stuff to yeah. take their soul. Like yeah. they 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 did some interesting stuff with Crowley, only to like again, like you mentioned, just spend an inordinate amount of time him just standing in front of Lucifer and and monologuing with bad mm-hmm. monologues. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a it's a shame that 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 seems to be the last time we'll see Crowley um, for the foreseeable future because it is like that last episode with him is pretty great. You know, it was great to see him and he has this kind of big emotional moment. And then I was like, but that just made me want more Crowley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bring back Crowley, you fools. Yeah, bring him back. <laughs> I was with you guys. I didn't expect. I don't. I I was like, is this another rat thing? Like, is yeah, he actually yeah, yeah. gone? Also, so all right, we had uh, so we had lots of Crowley stuff. We had the president for a while. They were dealing mm-hmm, with that mm-hmm. Sam and G- Dean being taken to a government black site for trying <laughs> to assassinate the president. No sweat, no, no sweat, no sweat game. What the hell else even <laughs> happened in this season? Um, let's talk about some of the deaths. Um, because oh. we we have a lot of them over the season, <laughs> and some of them are extremely vicious. Uh, Rowena, uh, one of our faves, killed off screen. We didn't see the body. I don't believe it. Um, Eileen. Well, we did. I mean, we saw a body. Saw but, a body. I mean, I'd... yeah. Um, Eileen gruesomely murdered. Uh, that one was just mean. Extremely mean. Um, 
I was really fucking with the chat the other day by because I was you know pulling clips. I was throwing <laughs> screenshots of Sam getting all emotional about Eileen's letter into the chat, being like, "Hey, here's here's some sandwich, here's some oh, no. saline content." <laughs> I think is what the ship name is called. Uh, saline, yeah, I think saline. that's what it is. I could be wrong. Oh. I think that that's awesome. No, it's saline, totally. Okay. Um. Also, uh, Crowley, as we mentioned, and then the big one at the end is, of course, Castiel. Um, takes the L in a couple of different ways. Oh, I forgot about that. Like, you forgot is that about weird? Castiel is dying? that weird that I forgot about Castiel dying? It's it's strange because you and I were both spoiled on it ahead of time, so uh, it lost a lot of impact for me. Were you spoiled on this, Simone? Like, were you watching Supernatural no. concurrently throughout all of this? Like, were you doing live episodes? I was listening. Oh, I didn't mention that before. I binged through season 10. So 11 was my first live season and I watched since then. So I had, yeah, absolutely. So for all I knew, that was it. Wow. uh, Wow. For everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's not spoiled at all. I was shocked. There's a definite like factor of all this that we miss out on by the fact that we're recording a podcast three years later and um most of these actors we continue to see on you know the supernatural twitter feed and stuff so um some of that surprise is gone but yeah so how did it feel that night to watch to watch castiel and everything else go down (laughs) um i will say eileen for example because you're mentioning um being spoiled uh i felt the pain that everyone else felt when charlie died um because i was spoiled about charlie mm-hmm. so when she died i was like okay i knew that's gonna happen at some point when right. eileen was killed i was like oh this is how everyone else felt because yeah. she was two seconds no lines mm-hmm. uh and it yeah oh my gosh it made me ha- hate catch um, it's such it's such a throwaway moment that it feels so weird like why why did you do this to us like you brought here first to set for this yeah that day? That's so that's mean <laughs> to the actress yeah i feel i feel super bad for shoshana and that and like getting that script probably you know and having to keep it secret or whatever and being like wait a minute what like seriously like i don't have yeah. any lines in this like are you like i thought i thought i was going to be you know sam's gf that's what you guys have been kind of playing yeah. at for there's the last... been some heavy flirting uh, on set Come i've been on. doing nothing but flirting in fact uh what's her name's getting i forgot jared's wife's Gen- name genevieve genevieve is getting super <laughs> mad at me over here but so like you guys need to step it up yeah uh, oh it was sad it was super upsetting and rowena mm-hmm. i think especially for me is again just a throwaway like it's, it wasn't as graphic as eileen's but it was it felt very similar to charlie's and that it was just brutal brutalization for the sake of brutalization um mm-hmm. and it i don't like at this point at that point I, I had really grown to love rowena a lot as a as a strong character that does cool magic that nobody else on the show really does i've always really enjoyed it when like sam interacts with her because like you can tell he wants to like he's always been the person that wants to do spells like that's just kind of his yeah, thing uh, and, and do a big kiss and do a big kiss also <laughs> he wants to do a spell and a big kiss um uh-huh. so I, I i was just really really bummed out about that and i mm-hmm. i don't know like i think we've talked about it on the episode but like seeing her being on future episodes of supernatural just makes me really curious how they bring her back or if it's just like now that we have alternate universes like are we just do we just have an alternate universe for everything so Mm -hmm. an alternate universe where everyone's alive yeah those are all of my questions at the time Mm -hmm. it was yeah every death was shock for wow and Cass was that would really hurt yeah (laughs) i did not see that coming at all there's so so much right at the end there and like we got Cass, we find out about rowena like 15 minutes before or the episode before i don't even know it's all a blur 
we got Lucifer and Mary through the portal. We got a baby mm-hmm. born, but he's a teenager. It's just so much. I felt like the boys just whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's it was it was a lot. Were you were you big into the community at that point when you were watching? Like, were you getting into Destiel and fanfic and conventions and all that other stuff, or were you still just like, I'm going to watch this? My friend who got me into Supernatural uh, was already into Destiel, so I kind of knew that about that before. Um, and I tend to automatically go into the fandom world <laughs> whenever mm-hmm. I get into something. So yeah, Tumblr was pretty quick, you know, right after that. So yeah. I was, and I was hoping to, I, I was kind of hoping to ship Destiel, but I wanted to <laughs> see if I actually did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did. So that was cool. You had to um, see if it felt right. It's been yeah, a learning like, experience for us on this podcast to slowly. I know. I've loved watching your evolution. Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> Firm believers. Here we are. A hundred percent in uh, in uh, season 12. And then they kill off one of the two, which is very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Also, can we talk about, sorry to interrupt this point of the, the season, but Cass killed Billy. Yeah. Oh, with, right. With virtual, like no fanfare or consequence. It was just like, yeah, we're going to kill you because... And she's a reaper, so like Castiel is yeah. just just and just offed her in one episode. And it was it was kind of a big deal only because it was Castiel. Yeah, because Castiel never does stuff like that. Yeah, he's not, he's not the like one that. to to jump in and and just say you know I'm throwing everything away for the Winchesters here. Um, but we I don't think we saw any repercussions for that, did we? No, not at all. Unless that's what like tore holes in the universe. But I assume that was the whole Nephilim thing. Yeah, that was the it- that was the baby. That was just a metaphor for this human woman giving birth to a full-sized adult man. <laughs> Is that too much? Is that too graphic? No, I love it, dude. No, I love it. No, no. <laughs> I will say, because uh, uh, I will say there are very few, um, and I'm not saying, but <laughs> it's funny, like, I don't know, listening to y'all, I'm, there are very few questions, basically, that I have at this point, or had, that have have not been answered there okay. are still a couple i can think of but it's like i'm always shocked when seasons later i get a, an answer to a question from seasons ago okay it, All i right. always thought they would forget but there are several several times i'm like yeah i just should never doubt them <laughs> but yeah, there are a couple yeah. times there are a couple i can think of that weren't but for the most part uh, interesting, interesting. Usually, i mean i guess that's kind of smart in a way right like if you don't resolve everything right away like marvel right that's a seed for something <laughs> later so you can come back to it so I guess we got to give the writers credit sometimes. Sometimes, Jeremy. sometimes, Chris, we will give them credit for creating the show that we do a podcast about. Yeah, for, for our entire livelihood. Um, I um, let's let's go around the room and and kind of do your wrap up thoughts on season twelve, Chris. I want you to go first. Uh, okay, just to kind of generally give us the idea, and then um, we'll we'll finish this section, and then we'll move into the forty seven pages of feedback that we got to get through. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, overall. Super, uh, super interesting season. You know, we had our high highs, we had our low lows. Like you said, there's some times where I was just like, "Man, I don't want to watch Supernatural anymore." And then there were times where I was like, "Holy shit, we need to watch the next episode right now." Um, and you know, it was a passionate season in that way. But overall, my biggest takeaway, more than any of the plot stuff, and this is what I said earlier, was the relationship between Sam and Dean. As always, it's been so rocky in so many different ways, and just to see them at a solid place right now. Even with Mary, that final, you know, three-way hug at the end, um, that that gave me a lot of hope. Or that wasn't even this episode. It was a different episode because Mary's in another dimension now. Uh, but it gave me a lot of hope for, for what we're going to do going forward. I'm sure they're going to fight again and break up and do what they always do. 
But going into the next season, going into these building conflicts, knowing that Sam and Dean have each other's back makes me feel good. So that's where I'm at with season 12. I love it. Simone? Um, like I said, I, I'm pretty positive overall in season 12. I thought it was really awesome to go small after going so large. I thought it was like a, I thought it was a brilliant move. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate, uh, I hated catch. Um, <laughs> With a passion. As as one um, does. As especially after Eileen. Um I yeah. didn't need the Lucifer stuff at all. Um and as far as uh like I said, I, I just loved everything about um well, it was very frustrating to watch, but everything about Mary and the family, uh especially the scene where Dean um talks to her inside of her head. It felt like the whole season was worth it after that yep. scene to me. Yeah, I guess um, we we can't forget to mention that scene because you're right. So much of what they went through was worth it just because of that scene. And Jensen said the same thing because he actually. Sorry, <laughs> I, no, no, not no. that I I just come across it. Of course, I don't look for these <laughs> things. Um, but Jensen um, actually, he said he didn't know what it meant when uh, Mary came back. He didn't understand why Mary came back um, and not John, and he felt like. Uh, that scene kind of answered all of his questions. So, um, yeah, that's, I'd say overall, that's my takeaway from it. And I'm glad uh, uh, Dean got to use the grenade launcher. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> since season one. <laughs> I think the the main thing that I'll take away from season 12 is just the the kind of riffing they did on the themes of family. Um having Sam have to confront a mother that he never knew, like only knew from other people's memories of, and how to be able to function as a, as an adult um, around that mother, which was very difficult for him at first as he's just like handing her stuff um, was, was very cute and charming. And I think very, uh, very emotional, obviously Dean's journey with Mary and getting frustrated that she's not staying around to the very end where he confronts her and say like, all of this stuff is your fault. And I'd like you, you were the one that made this deal. And because of that, all of this bad stuff has happened. And then coming around on that and saying, you know, I, all of that made us who we are and I wouldn't change who we are right now for anything. I think mm-hmm. is really, really impactful. And like that, you know, they, they, a lot of the, the fandom and supernatural talk about like the, like the core of the show being nothing to do with ghosts or vampires or demons and angels. It's really, it's really just family. And, you know, family don't end with blood and all that other stuff. And I think season 12 really, really sells that. We see kind of the inverse of this uh, with um, Crowley and Rowena on that one episode where they bring back uh, Crowley's son. And Rowena basically either either directly with malice or just two birds with one stone, um, you know, sends the son back in time. And as, it is kind of horseshit as that is in general. Like the scene after that where she says she did it because Crowley made her kill her son. And now that she's put him on her level to make him feel her pain. Like that's exactly all of the opposite of what we saw with the evolution of the Winchester family in season 12. Um, And then all of this stuff with the British men of letters, which I think at its core falls apart because it doesn't have that heart. Like without that Mm -hmm. beating heart of a family inside, like the British men of letters is just this horrible organization that is going to eventually corrupt itself and become super evil. Um, So all of that stuff I think is, is like my favorite stuff in supernatural. I think you could maybe say some of the stuff with Lucifer and the baby, but I think what really sells it is actually Castiel and Kelly and the baby. 
and like that whole oh, dynamic. just turning out like like unnecessarily good performance yeah, just like i mean like <laughs> barely like I'll, I'll be curious like like kelly klein had no no reason to be that much of a character and, she, and, she got no business being that good <laughs> and just fucking killed it through and through man just like completely killed it um and then also like go a little bit beyond that of like you know we expanded our hunter group a little bit right like finding out that jody's hanging out with hunters that aren't sam and dean finding out that um those hunters like have their own lives and children and you know those they're, they're going through their own adventures and everything like all of that stuff like to me reads as family um and so for all of like the negative stuff that i don't like about season 12 where they unnecessarily kill female characters in very brutal ways or just off screen entirely or they like get kind of comic book villain bullshit happening i i think that speech of, of dean's to mary and all of the stuff that they dealt with along the way leading up to that like really sells the season for me like i think i came out yeah. of season 12 like liking it because of that stuff so. yeah for sure season Yay. 12 is a season that i want <laughs> to one day go back and binge yeah um who knows when you know when that day will come but it will be interesting to to see what these seasons are like taken all at once rather than spread out across you know 20 something weeks chris we did we're doing commentary episodes what do you want to just like get a bunch of Go coffee and do like a whole season yeah. in one sitting and like yeah. see how, see how <laughs> crazy and weird yeah. it gets maybe we'll stream that right like we'll stream it and raise money for some charity or something that would be a yeah, lot of fun cool all right we'll stream our pain let's <laughs> we'll do it stream our pain that's that's where you get some money um i as a listener and am interested Oh Excellent. yeah. <laughs> um just showing my support. Absolutely. We're going to we're going to take a quick break and uh we're going to be back right after the music with um your comments and questions and all that kind of stuff. So, see you in just a bit everybody. Welcome back, everybody. It's time to answer your questions, to read your comments, to play your fuck Mary hunts. Uh, I want to say on the outset, every single person just about sent us the same fuck Mary hunt, which was oh. Toonie, Ketch, and Mick. Um, so mm-hmm. we, the first comment that we have from our friend Skyler uh, is going to have that, and then when we we're going to do it now, and then we're not going to do it ever again. So, um, first off, from Skyler, whose Twitter handle is at RainbowPan94. Hey, y'all. I wanted to get this in before the season 12 feedback episode. I started listening to Monster of the Week podcast about three months ago and was hooked from the start. Currently in season eight of the podcast episodes, but I've seen the entire series. So I've been listening to new episodes as they come out as well. 
that seems absolutely impossible because hey, that seems i yeah you know it's a you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> i was listening to episode 91 where you countered huntery hirosi and you mentioned that in that episode the cartoon gags and the big fight scene at the end were falling flat for you and you weren't entirely sure why chris mentioned that for him it might be because he expected the villain to be like a trickster or something but instead it was just their dad's friend with psychic powers who had no <laughs> idea what he was doing uh-huh. it occurred to me the reason why the gags may have fallen flat for y'all could be because the person Dean was fighting wasn't necessarily the one causing the gags and jokes to happen. And because of that, there wasn't a real sense of danger or villainy like we normally get in the episodes. Just something to think about. I'd kind of forgotten right. that that episode exists. Like, I want to go back and yeah. watch it because I, I remember liking it. But when we recorded about it on the podcast, for some reason, I don't think I was positive. On it. That happens sometimes. Yeah. We watch an episode. We love it. Then we get on the mic and you go, man, <laughs> I can't say anything good man. about this. <laughs> Anyways, absolutely love the podcast. It's been really fun and oftentimes gives me new perspectives on the show I've been watching religiously for nine years now. I really appreciate the fresh ideas and thoughts and the analysis into things I've never thought of before. Before I go, uh, I wanted to join in on the Fuck, Mary Hunt. Hopefully people haven't done this one yet. You were the first. Good job. So, Mm. Fuck, Mary Hunt. Tony, Tooney. We call her Tooney. Tunes. Tunes. (laughs) Catch or Mick Davis. Um, I kind of just want to hunt all of them. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't. Okay. But I guess if I have to play the game, I'm going to marry Mick. I'm going to hunt catch. And well, that just sounds weird. It always sounds weird when I say I want to fuck the female character in the group. It always sounds weird. I don't like it. Uh, well, you know, she's she's cool. This is my expert. I'm going to answer the same way as you. She's cool. She's all right. You know, she seems like she's got a lot of energy. Yeah. And that's all right. But I can't trust her. I cannot I marry cannot her. Trust I cannot her. trust yeah. her. Mick, Mick, on the other hand, you know. He learned. He learned a lot of lessons. I'll put a he ring became on a it. better man. Put a ring I'll put a ring on it. Mm-hmm. I'll put a ring on Mick. You know, I'll tell him to shave or grow it out. One or the other. We gotta, gotta <laughs> pick a side. Pick a side of the fence. But catch, you know, he's out of here. Simone, you got you got an answer for this one? Um. Yeah. I definitely. I would marry Mick. Uh. I don't. I kind of would say fuck art. Fuck catch, but. <coughs> It would be just so cold, you know? I don't, I don't know. It's so like, I, it's, I mean, it's like having sex with a robot, you know? <laughs> That's how it, yeah. Yeah, a smarmy robot. But like a having smarmy sex with robot. Bender from you just, Futurama. You just go, sh- shut up, catch. You just put your hand over his face and everybody's okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me in the eyes. Uh, Skylar finishes and says, thanks for all the laughs. Can't wait to see what you, what you think of some of the storylines in the coming seasons. P.S. Chris, mm. stop coming yeah. for my sweet baby boy, Jack. I know you haven't met him Can't, yet, but mm, I promise you'll mm. love him just as much as you love Castiel. Can't do it. Can't do no it. Promises. No promises. <laughs> no, I'll be. I'll be nice. I'll give him a shot. I'll give him a shot. All right. Thank you, Skylar, for writing in. We really appreciate it. Um, this next one comes from the legendary Beef. Beef. Um, <laughs> I'm never going to say, say it name. any other way. Um, so Beef writes it and says, "So you might not remember that I informally adopted you two. I, I do remember." And um, thank you very much. I'm, com- I'm coming for Thanksgiving. Uh, back when I was super binging on Supernatural in, in the late fall saw and listened to nine seasons in two and a half months i want you to know that uh, i talk back to you all the time cheering or rolling my eyes but i had to respond to this family feud episode you did me a real service i'm in the process of listening to white fragility and i'm increasingly aware of these deep biases that i push away being a solid white ultra left socialist with black friends embarrassingly but knowledge is power power excuse me uh how is this relevant we had a black angel for 30 seconds and one asian demon uh, in this, I consider myself a, a feminist. I was active in the 60s and even led a strike of waitresses in a hip New York City artist bar because the bartenders, male, were given better food. Of course, it was ignored by all of us if a patron patted our butts, the good old days. That behavior is at least being somewhat brought into the light today. 
So, thanks to your passionate, intelligent vents today, I saw how much I still tolerate misogyny in the patriarchy. I thought the use of Fiona as a gimmicky stereotype of women's wrath was oddly drawn drawn with the -the over-the-top addition of sexual abuse along with her just getting stuck on a sinking ship without her boyfriend. How uh, cavalierly rape is thrown into the plot, and it was a strange... It was strange to me that she was the only angry with the teacher, but I totally slid over the deeper misogyny of the teeper's slut-shaming and solitar- uh, solitarily focused Fiona's response on that. I thought, well, the teacher was terrible, but she only got mad at another woman. What about all the other passengers and crew, etc., as you both pointed out? You both called the general stereotype, a woman can't be mad unless a man has done something bad to her, and how often a man needs the cause of his woman being wronged to rise to action. The episode was utter hodgepodge, and I shrugged my shoulders at bad writing aimed at trying to pull several plot threads together, but you call them on the easy rape trope to pound the bat in, and the sneaky woman hating with the uh, sneaky woman hating with the teacher, and all that those few sentences represented. I know I do go on, but thank you for sh- shaking my complacency about the patriarchy and systematic misogyny in my old age, and thank you for making me laugh a lot. Although I still zoom through your gamer conversations. Can't blame you for <laughs> that one. Me, uh, total non sequitur. I loved the Once and Future King, although never read the last section before. Um, so, of course, thanks a lot to Chris. I binged on Merlin. Charming and completely fell in love with the characters. Also, in COVID time, um, Neve recommended The Wheel of Time, which I hear you two are going through. Uh, which was surprisingly good. Even finished the three books of the Stormlight Archive. Jeez, she's on your level, Jeremy. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, so that's just something else. I'm obviously reverting to my childhood love of fairy tales and need a new fix. Love to both of you. Thanks for the wake-up call, Beeth. Woo! All right. I fudged a lot of reading that, but Beeth, you know, we're, this is always a learning experience for us, so if Absolutely. anybody can learn with us, we're, we're very happy to be here. Absolutely. And solidarity to her going on strike in the, in the fucking 60s, man. That has to yeah. be impossible. Yeah, it's pretty cool um i i am with you i finished the wheel of time finally and then uh i also moved on to the stormlight archive i just i just finished the second book of that um them some big books jeremy i am having a hard time with the stormlight archive dude like there's just a bunch of random proper nouns in that novel that just like it takes a (laughs) while to get like why is everything rocks there's so many rocks there's different types of of rocks rocks. there's lowercase nouns only there's stuff that grows on (laughs) rocks that i don't know and then there's a sassy young woman that isn't it's i'm not gonna go into it but yeah um thank you for writing in thank uh, you beth beth we should actually say her name correctly once oh thank yeah you, thank you the beth. legendary the beth. legendary beth <laughs> simone do you want to take stacy's so it's from stacy f edged at stacy fleenor and she says hey guys i'm still fairly new to monster of the week but have made it up to season five just finished the podcast for dark side of the moon and wanted to share a headcanon that i personally think makes hell a lot of sense but that didn't actually occur to me until my five, fifth to sixth watch. It also really bothered me that Sam's heaven consisted solely of things that happened to him without his family, and Dean's heaven consisted solely of things that happened with Sam and his parents. It obviously was meant to make Sam look like an asshole whose greatest <laughs> wish is to get away from Dean and or his family. Then it dawned on me. Zachariah was screwing with their memories, which we have proof of with the whole Dark Mary scene. Zachariah's entire job is to ensure Dean says yes to Michael. What better way to get Dean to say yes than by making it seem that he is really, truly alone? It is my headcanon that good old Zach only showed Dean his most treasured memories, displaying his love of his family and purposefully showing Dean only Sam's memories where he was without his family, making it seem like that Sam's greatest hits were actually ones without him, specifically to make Dean feel betrayed both by God and by Sam so he will say yes. 
great job, guys. I fully enjoy listening to you and, and I'm excited to catch up to your current episodes. By the way, Chris, I re- appreciate you standing up for Sam. No though like, <laughs> though like most people, Dean will always be my favorite. I feel like Sam really gets a lot of unwarranted heat from the fandom, and it's kind of nice to hear someone empathize and attempt to side with him occasionally. I will go to bat for Sam all day. All day, every day. All day. 24-7. But also, I've just realized recently, Jeremy, that like 99% of our jokes are us just making fun of Sam now. Yes. Yeah, it's begotten that way. Everything's Sam. It's with everything. love. With love. It's, with, with a love. lot of love. But like, we're like, man, um, Jensen is the best actor. Dean is just doing some emotional <laughs> stuff. Sam's a virgin that doesn't know what pregnancy is. <laughs> He thinks he's dating Groena. He thinks he has a girlfriend, he has a but girlfriend, he doesn't. He doesn't. He wears forty-seven <laughs> L's. We have yet, that, there's not you a know. single derogatory Dean joke in the entire Monster of the Week Mm-mm. canon, and that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this 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 idea, by the way, because I remember at the time, yeah, it's he, a great idea. You and I talked about this a lot. Of like, why is Sam like Sam's whole, you know, Steve's just going to heaven and being without any of his family? And we we theorized at the time is because like he didn't identify with family that way, and I think maybe you can make that argument but i like this a whole lot better of like splitting those two boys apart so that they would say yes to lucifer and michael makes a lot of sense to me so yeah sam's happiest memories were probably i don't know like hooking up with that werewolf girl in season two um Mm -hmm. the moment in season three when he wakes up from groundhog day for the first time before dean dies permanently for six months mm-hmm. um that would probably be like a greatest hit for him and i don't know probably just just getting smooched by jessica or something like that it would have nothing to do <laughs> with going to thanksgiving somewhere so yeah um the werewolf girl wasn't involved so yeah this was zachariah messing with her this zachariah was messing with her uh thank you stacy for writing in next up is feronia uh, whose twitter handle is feronia with one two three four five six i think seven a's uh, hey Chris and Jeremy thank you so much for this podcast I watched seasons 1 through 8 back when I was in high school but stopped then in March when it was locked down everywhere I decided to start it all over again after I found your podcast and I gotta say it's the funniest shit I've ever heard I'm finally all <laughs> called up I just finished season 12 just a few days ago and boy I am so excited to hear what you guys have to say about the finale episode I've been putting off listening to your recent episodes because for so long I'd be listening to an episode or two a day and I don't want to wait a whole week through another episode thank you so much for helping me fall in love with Supernatural again I really don't know, think I would have watched a series again if it were not for your show also your intro song hands down the best theme song yet gives me chills every single time thank you yeah it's gonna be hard to top hunks of summer shout out to hunks of summer hunks of um, summer is oof. you know we're not performing it so we can just talk, heat praise on it yeah, all day and it, it's not lame basically nothing <laughs> yeah. on that whole thing so uh yeah thank you for writing in i appreciate it thank you thank you oh that's me huh chris me? is up mm-hmm. this guy this guy um Okay, this next one is from Claire at Clairebo underscore on Twitter. Season 12 feedback. All right. Hi, guys. I'm finally caught up to the podcast for one of the feedback episodes. So I, so I thought I'd write in. First off, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for being such a constant and positive presence in my life. Thank you for listening. Uh, much like when I started watching Supernatural, I started listening to this podcast at a transitional and pretty dark point in my life. Listening to both of your voices helped me get through some of my lowest lows, and it's impossible to tell you how much that means to me. You both go from cracking the weirdest jokes. Okay. All right. They're good jokes. jokes. (laughs) Cracking the weirdest jokes to being insanely sincere about your feelings on the show and your personal lives. And it always makes me laugh and smile. I'm actually re-listening to the podcast right now, mid-season five, and I think I'm enjoying it even more the second time around. Uh, And to end that long winded spiel, uh, winded spiel, here's a question. With the end of Supernatural swiftly approaching, 
how are you two handling on uh, planning on handling spoilers? Are you going to try to keep yourselves remove yourself removed completely so you don't find out the ending? Let yourselves get somewhat spoiled. I imagine it will be very hard not to see stuff about the show's ending plastered everywhere. So I was just wondering what your game plan is. I'll enjoy it no matter what. Apologies for the very long feedback. Trust me, that's not that long. I just wanted to say thank you uh, for you to hear how much you and this podcast mean to me. Well, thank you very much for listening and your kind words. Um, Jeremy, so last week, was it last Thursday, you texted me and you were like, I think that the season, the series finale of Supernatural is on tonight. I did. I was, I was, and I was the, mistaken. The exact, <laughs> at the exact, yeah, we were mistaken, but at the exact same moment, we were both like, fuck, should we just watch it? Should yeah. we just fucking do it? Should we just watch it? Should we just peel the bandaid off? Because I, I mean, I don't know what our plan is. I mean... I we we can mute all the words we want, but it's gonna get through to us, right? Like I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, this past week, um, as we're recording this, the the last episode that came out was season fifteen, episode eighteen, and there was a a huge kind of mega megaton if you're a gamer event that happened um, in that episode. <laughs> um, and but we're not going to talk. If about you have it. to preface anything with, with if you're a gamer, gamer. Yeah, it's, it's, don't it's say it. Good. Just cut it out. It's cut not it out. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there was a huge event, and like it was weird because. I know who on my Twitter feed to mute when new supernatural episodes come out um, because they like to talk about them as they happen. And I, I'm not going to begrudge mm-hmm. anybody for doing that. Like it's their Twitter. Right. I could live sign. your life. Yeah. Um, but this was such a huge event that it, almost everybody that I think ha- that ever had a Tumblr, <laughs> I think that's the qualifier <laughs> that are, it, maybe they didn't even watch supernatural, like heard about it, talked about it, had opinions about it. So like there was no way that I avoided it. Uh, in fact, the night as it was airing, as I was going to bed, I was looking at Twitter and I was like, oh, okay, so that just happened. All right, cool. Well, I didn't want to see that, but okay, I did. Um, I don't think that we'll be able to avoid like significant, huge spoilers. It's going to be kind of a bummer to me that I'm not caught up. Uh, I, I'll the same thing i said to chris when we started when we said like let's just watch the last episode i'd hate to go into the last episode without the context of the season leading up to it um and i would hate to watch something like that and have it color what we're talking about now in season 13 so i'm going to like mute stuff i'm gonna try not to pay attention to stuff but i can't guarantee that you know context free things like if sam dies at the end right like somebody's going to, i'm going to see sam dies on a fucking tweet somewhere like without question but I don't want to watch that happen without knowing that Sam is sacrificing himself for X, Y, or Z and how much it's supposed to mean to Dean that he's doing this because of the thing that happened in season 15, episode one, all that stuff. Like, so that's my thing is I, I can handle spoilers. I don't like to, but like I can handle them, but I don't want to skip ahead either. So I'm, I don't know. I'm, we're just going to try to take it day by day, to be honest with you, Claire. <laughs> so thank you for writing in Claire. Uh, Simone, you want to take the next one? So this one's from Abby K um, at Abby Kapelowitz um, on Instagram. This podcast is literally going getting me through college. So firstly, thanks for releasing great content. I'm also thrilled that there's now a monster movie TikTok. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, you guys really know how to cater to us children. As for my question, I was wondering if you'd contribute to a supernatural drinking game for my roommates and. I to play example drink when some some rando dies in the cold opening. Any good ideas? Thanks, Abby Buff Deer on Discord. Okay. Okay. I I, mm. I think anytime <laughs> should, anytime mm. Sam gets unconscious is like a full shot. Yeah, yes. If Sam if Sam is knocked out, mm-hmm. 
forget about it. That's you. You got to take a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say if one of them gets tied to a chair or a pole, Excellent. if one of them gets tied up, if Sam and Dean gets tied up, that's another good one. I think. Wait, um, wait, wait. Let's, let's make one game. So Sam and Dean tied up is a drink of beer because I think that happens on a regular basis. But if, yeah, for if sure. Sam is knocked out, that's a full shot. Like you're going to have multiple. And it, could, and it could happen three or four times an episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, I would say like anytime one of the boys says the other's name okay but then you you would die oh, and i don't good want one. i don't want that you know you're saying we're helping you get through college well we need to make sure you get to the end of college you know so alcohol <laughs> poisoning is not gonna help uh double brother bluff i think is a full beer chug oh, you know and double du- that's that can be subjective okay. but if the group can can you know there's a consensus that was a double brother bluff mm-hmm. you gotta finish your beer yep and, it, and look, I think there's some there's some variation. Like if Castiel is involved in the bluff, right? Like I think that's still a, that's still a beer mm-hmm. chug. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's some easy ones like anytime they kill a female character, <laughs> which would be which anytime not, maybe not super fun to play a drinking game. Anytime like that. Sam uh, mentions the lore, Ooh. you gotta just you just gotta take a drink. You don't gotta finish nothing. Yeah, you don't have to finish anything, but you have to take a drink. Um, I'm trying or to just th- anytime anyone dies. <laughs> yeah i any mean death. any death any, any death. death any death yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. man i'm just thinking season like the last two episodes right especially the one where they raid the british men of letters compound where they were just headshots all over the place um yeah that was that was pretty intense anytime so can... anytime dean and castiel like stare each other in the eyes for like a second too long i Yay! think i think that that could mm-hmm. be a good one um anytime yeah, a whole bottle anytime yeah. dean like lovingly caresses a weapon of some kind is probably mm-hmm. another good one mm-hmm. um um Sam doing magic, and I mean, if you got a big kick, if there's a big, there's kick, a big kick, oh man, <laughs> what's it? Is that a double shot? I, think I mean, the, I, I don't know. Honestly, it's it I don't. It depends on how good a friend you are. I think that's a body shot. You guys can work out the details, <laughs> but I think if Sam yeah. does a big kick, you do a body shot off somebody. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Doesn't have to be sexual. So, just, just, just episode one. <laughs> episode one. There's a body shot, and then many, many seasons will go by, and you won't, you won't see another kick. But, what, but it's there. It'll be there. It'll sneak back up on you someday. All right. Um, Anytime Sam shows us the feet. Uh, okay yeah should we yeah, should yeah. move on to the next one anytime there's nipple play <laughs> Any, <laughs> anytime there's nipple play um oh boy the next one is from Arouge. i hope i'm saying that correctly um hi chris and jeremy i'm finally caught up on the podcast and i wanted to take the opportunity to write in for the feedback episode i started listening at the end of june as i rewatched supernatural from the very beginning yes that's a lot of podcast hours in a very short amount of time but it was a delight <laughs> because i don't know if you know this you're a ton of fun to listen to that's so june to now I don't, that's a lot of podcasts. Chris. That's a lot of podcasts. That's, that's a lot of that's a lot of podcasts. I mean, if you skip gamer talk, that, that cuts it down by half. That's, so. Yeah, that's significant. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look real quick and just see that we've had. Let's see episodes. Oh no, it's there's a, a lot of hours of podcasts. Metrics. Uh, total amount of Monster of the Week episodes that are on the feed is 333 hours and nine minutes. Okay. Oh wow. So, no sweat. Just no sweat. Supernatural holds a very place in my heart, a very special place in my heart, uh, not only because of the show itself, but also because I became friends with one of my best friends when we were working together and discovered that we both liked the show. Ten years later, and we're still going strong. 
He has fallen oh. off the supernatural wagon, though, and you guys are doing a great job of filling that hole. We are good best friend material, Chris. I agree. I feel like we're great best friend material. For anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, she goes on to ask, does that make us best friends now? Absolutely. Yeah, I guess so. One more quick thing to thank you for. I really appreciate the way that you talk about depression and mental illness. I know our generation is a lot more open about the issue and about therapy in general, but it still feels like sometimes like people take it too lightly. So thanks for sharing a personal part of yourselves with us. Um, as for season 12, I remember the season being my least favorite because of the British men of letters, but I was open to the possibility that I would change my mind as I've done with a lot of other things during this rewatch. Nope. British men of letters are still very insufferable. Good riddance. Another thing that they keep talking about is how Nephilims are powerful enough to destroy worlds. Now that I want to hear more about what worlds have they ruined in the past? Are they talking about this earth's history or maybe other worlds, other realities? It would have been kind of cool to explore that one yeah, random sure. thought about the show. Uh, this is from season 11, but Emily Swallow, the actress who played Amara, also plays the armorer on The Mandalorian. I just thought this was funny when you guys were watching and talking about The Mandalorian at the same time as watching season 11, and I kept waiting for you to mention it, but I don't think that you did. I don't think that we did either. Like, I... I don't know why it didn't yeah, come I up. Know, I mean, we definitely, we like, definitely addressed knew. it prob- yeah. probably privately. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> talked about it at some point. Um, number two, something that's always bothered me is that they forget the time period in the show should be two years ahead of us since a year has passed between seasons five and six and season seven and eight. At the beginning of this season, Dean told Mary that she had been dead for 33 years, but she's actually been dead for 35 years. Such a minor detail, but kind of a pet peeve of mine. Um, imagine having to tell your mom, actually, it's been 35 actually, years. Um, <laughs> you know, some of the seasons take place over just a weekend or so. Um, a lot of driving. Dean does a lot of a driving. Lot of, a lot of driving. Um, I'm very much looking forward to more podcast episodes, and I'm glad you're only on season 12 because it extends the supernatural world a little bit longer past the end of the show. So thank you for writing in a rouge. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, um, you're up next, Chris. Uh, there's a photo involved here, yes. bro. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the photo <laughs> in the notes because I think it's pretty funny. Uh, this one is from Jamie at What's Going On. Um, I've got two things for the feedback episode. Well, Jamie, I'm gonna read those two things. One, <laughs> uh, fuck Mary Hunt. We did that we one. Did this one. Take a drink every we time someone know. tells you to fuck Mary Take Hunt. Take a drink. <laughs> the, the, the um, of okay. people. And then two, it says this has uh this this has monster of the week energy, and it's a photo of a woman sitting on a chair eating something out of a bowl and it says woman takes short half hour break from being feminist to enjoy supernatural holy shit ouch ouch i don't know how i i discovered that headline as i was reading it's it very good oh, oh ouch it does hurt it does hurt it's very it's very you know weird. it's whew, it's true it's it's a little true um but hey they got better because of the fandom i want to say they got better because of the fandom we'll they see. were they made their voices heard. Season 12 um, I mean, has not okay. shown any improvement whatsoever, but like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, fair enough. I just meant in general, it seems like they've, you know, they've gotten with the times a little bit. But then, you know, season 12 did, did have a couple of harsh, harsh vibes throughout it. But, um, you know, you got me. Y'all got me with that one. I love it. Um, thank you for writing in. I lost the name. Jamie. Uh, Simone, you're up next. Oh, all right. Uh, this is Lewis Clay at Lulu underscore zero seven seven and they say a bit of feedback for you gamers first off congrats on your 200 podcast <laughs> yeah. you guys are my favorite to listen to while i'm working the song on the discord the song the discord guys made was great love the callbacks to demon blizzy and nut blood i'm glad to see your thoughts on season 12 are similar to my own also glad you're enjoying it more towards the end i don't remember much of season 12 because since since then i've stopped re-watching it as i've always felt since andrew dab took over it's 
always meandered a bit more and never gripped me as much. I think it's more, much more clear that it's be, being thought up as it goes along. Really, I'm more interested in what you guys will think of season 13. Me and my friends always joke that it has no plot because it feels like they focus so much more on single episodes and making them funny like Scooby Natural. I've seen reviews giving season 13 lots of praise, but I always think of it as one of the weakest seasons. Keep up the good work. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I've seen Scooby Natural. This is is what you just said. Yeah, yeah. You were just saying, you you know, season 13 wasn't your favorite. Um, It's going to be interesting. It's, um, you know, we take it on a week by week basis. Yep. The vibes are always different on this podcast. Some days, you know, we're up on our soapbox and we're angry for about stuff we didn't even know we were angry about. It's true. It's true. And then and other weeks we're just like, yeah, man, it was funny. Sam's a virgin or whatever, you know, so <laughs> it's it'll be interesting. It's always interesting. Chris, um, this, this came up in the discord today. Like, I know you know that there was a Scooby Natural episode. Do you have any like nostalgia for Scooby Doo or any of those cartoons back in the day? I um I you know I liked it a little bit when I was a kid, but um it was never my it was never, it didn't have a lot of swords, Jeremy. Sure, and you know I'm all about <laughs> uh, sword media, so you know it, it was it was pretty hit or miss for me. But no, I, I mean I liked Scooby Doo like well enough, like any kid. But I don't have any like huge nostalgia for it. There was the the there was a question on the Discord about like if you liked or not, and whether or not that was dependent upon you having like a history with Scooby Doo. So I was just kind of mm-hmm. curious. What about you, Simone? Because um, I've seen I've seen that episode. I've seen Scooby Natural. I couldn't resist watching it. So I'm just curious. Oh yeah, I watched Scooby um, Scooby Doo growing up, and it's. I was just like, of course, Supernatural is the one to do this to be able to have an yeah, animated episode <laughs> with Scooby Doo. They've had time to do so much, um, and I will say one thing: uh, even with the, like the low seasons, they always managed to have like golden episodes. So yeah, I for even sure. though I, season thirteen wasn't my favorite, they still have some amazing episodes. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Next up is Mike to the seventh. Um, at love your galaxy for the feedback first of all hello i'm sure this is a topic everyone is pestering you about but when i remember but i remember being super dubious about jack especially given how season 12 went and how i felt about all of the british men of letters characters i was pretty sure i'd hate it and was really prepared to find jack annoying but then ended up enjoying season 13 more than any season since five so i'm interested in any thoughts you have really of them introducing this new teen to the main cast <laughs> and what direction you see it going in before seeing that much of him this isn't as much of a thought i just love my large son yeah um <laughs> obviously i've been like complaining about large it because son. i don't really i don't actually care i don't have anything against the dude i have no nothing about him or the character um obviously i assume that everybody is going to love him so he's going to be this they lovable i don't know what's going on around me type of character that they've done a few times before um from the outside being like being a hardcore fan of the early seasons who hadn't been caught up yet, it always seemed so weird to me that there was this other fresh-faced dude on on all of the magazine covers. Again, I'm repeating myself with this. Um, but in terms of actually going in and like seeing what he's going to do in the show, I am interested to to see what kind of relationships he'll form with the with the boys. Obviously, again, he's going to be a good guy. Everybody's going to love him. But we'll um we'll, we'll see what happens. I think that they're really like they're really going to play into the otherworldly aspect of this dude. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's going to. Obviously, he has crazy weird powers, so it, there's gonna, probably going to be a, a situation where he has to figure out how to use, control those. Those are going to be going off without him really knowing what he's doing. Um, he's also like probably not going to understand things. Like We did that with Castiel for a little while, where he was like, you know, what is a telephone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're going to get some of that fish out of the water kind of writing. And I think it can be funny. Like I don't, I don't know anything about this actor. Um, it seems like based on stuff that you see around, like he has a really good chemistry with Sam and Dean and, and, or excuse me, 
Jared and Jensen and Misha. Misha. So I'm expecting that all to be good. I'll be curious how they handle. And I think I said this in the finale episode, but like, oh, he's supposed to make a paradise on earth and like how they're going to get to that from, for the next like three seasons that we have to get through. Uh, So, yeah. I, um, I will say, I, (laughs) I don't know. I, I think I've said a lot on like Twitter too, but Dean's, uh, my spirit animal a lot mm-hmm. um so he was i think i was uh kind of resistant um as well with jack in the beginning um because you know Cass is all like the baby's gonna change the world and dean's all like what's this baby doing to Cass?" and mm-hmm. so i i kind of felt that way too i'm like i don't know about this baby <laughs> also also him. that's yeah. a huge baby <laughs> and also that is an enormous baby <laughs> um all right my up next is it my turn it is um this one is from our friend wayne commission um, wayne commission wayne wayne does Do good it. art um on side seven on twitter okay hey Ooh. i hope y'all had a good season 12 i've not actually watched the show along with the podcast since season eight but i'm more often than not i'd rather just have monster of the week version of the show in my head anyway i had a quick question i've been meeting to send for seasons at this point but kept forgetting what do you both think is the best episode of the worst season? And what is the worst episode of the best season? Thanks for all the hard work during these tough times. Damn. I don't know. Dude. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I copied and pasted this and should have just read this and like had some time to prepare, but I don't, you know what, you know what, Jeremy, when we were covering season four, I don't know if we want to say season four is the best, ep- uh, best season, but it's up there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we both really didn't like the old man magician episode. That's true. Yeah, we both had strong negative reactions. It was reactions like this, that. like yeah. real, like weird spot where we had just been like grooving and loving the show, and then we got to that episode, and I didn't remember not liking it. But then we watched it. It was Chris Angel sucks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think we were both kind of really down on that one. Um, but what's the worst season? <laughs> I'll say like <laughs> the the best episode. Let's just do season twelve since it's the most recent one. Um, and like easily it has to be the, um, yeah, oh man, I don't, I see because the penultimate episode, who we are is the one that mm-hmm. I want to go to, but I don't, cause it has such sh- good, strong Sam and Dean moments in it. Right. Like it's just a, it's just a really, I'm gonna go who we are because that's the one where Dean gives a speech. That's where Sam, you know, mm-hmm. unites all of the disparate hunters and they raid the British men of letters and kill everybody. Like I'll, I'll go with that one off the, off the top Which, of my head. Cause this is impossible. Yeah. I'm trying to think what season did I complain the most about? I think I, uh, I don't, know if a lot. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's really I, I know I do. It's so hard to keep up with myself. Um season six, I'm not gonna say it's the worst season, but for the sake of this I will. And French mistake. French mistake is great. Yeah. Simone, you have um, any, any any thoughts or are you good with our picks? Well, <laughs> I guess for me the best season was four, and probably the for me at the least was maybe seven. Okay. But for this for this first season in particular, I will say um Probably Lily Sunders was my favorite, just because I don't get sick of watching it. Oh yeah, which one is that? I can't. I I've seen it a million times. That's the <laughs> that's the uh, the woman with the eye patch who's just being. Oh fucking yeah, she's cool. awesome. Yeah. yeah, she's so good. Yeah. That's a great episode. I really like that one. Yeah, and female cast. That's super cool looking. Um, yeah. cool. Uh, okay. That was good Wayne question. Simone. You're up for Catherine. Oh, Catherine. don't read, don't dox her, don't read her email address out. I forgot to remove it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I totally went out. <laughs> and you can find her at, at uh, this address. <laughs> uh, so Catherine says, hi guys, I'm super far behind, halfway through season nine. 
But I saw that you had just finished 12, so I thought I might as well write in and tell you how much I've enjoyed listening to the podcast. I only started watching Supernatural during lockdown, but watched it all in a couple of months. Of course, then I needed more content, so the content, so the podcast was perfect. I introduced one of my friends to it, and although she is only on season one right now, she is loving it too. Also, happy birthday to Chris. I hope this gets to you in time. Thank you. Also, happy birthday to Jeremy. Hey, thank you. Happy birthday to you too, Chris. Happy birthday to all of <laughs> thank, thank you, Catherine. Yeah. I appreciate that. Chris's was Sunday and mine is on Friday. So we're right we're right in the middle of birthday yeah. times. Oh. That's um, why there's such um, powerful Scorpio energy on this podcast Super right Scorps. now. Oh, that's what the Discord change was. I was wondering what was going on. <laughs> Team Scorps on the Discord. <laughs> Team Scorps. I was like, why are we all Scorpions um, now? The, I believe the most evil of, of all the signs. 100%. <laughs> I can say yeah. that. <laughs> 100%. Uh, next up is our friend John at 99 Dexterity. Um, John says, hey there, Hunks, and congratulations on another fantastic season of the show. The podcast, not the actual show, season 12 wasn't the best of times. When trying to decide what to do for my feedback this time around, I originally planned to do a Fuck, Mary Hunt, and maybe I'll throw one of those at the end here. But I had an idea listening to the season 12, episode 22 episode of the podcast. Fair warning, this is quite long and involves anime. Cut it. We're out. Anime! No more. No anime. <laughs> <laughs> So, during the episode of the podcast, while Dean is fighting Ketch, despite being all jacked up, one of you, I believe it was Chris, said he was fighting with the power of friendship versus Ketch. Yeah, of Ketch. course, it was about anime. Of course it was me. <laughs> he was only cared about himself and power. This draws near direct parallels to the fight. I can't believe I'm having to read this. John, are you serious? Read it, Jeremy. Read it. This draws near direct parallels to the fight between Goku and Jiren? 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 I don't know. I haven't watched Jiren? Dragon Ball Super, but yeah. I actually Ball... don't know Jiren. Yeah, in Dragon Ball Super, they fight for the fate of their respective universes, and while Jiren is respected and strong, he doesn't value connection, trust, or friendship. Direct quote, all can be accomplished through power and power alone. And that winds up his downfall against Goku Winchester, who has his friends and his family. <laughs> mm-hmm. You made me read the words Goku Winchester. I yeah. Goku oh, and look, and he just, in, in reality, this relation is tenuous at best. I just wanted to make Jeremy read the words Goku Winchester and experience true pain. <laughs> Congratulations, John. You did it. I wish you all both the best. And thank you for being one of the highlights of mine. I'm sure other people's weeks. Thank you, Dex. Thank you, Dex. Um, yeah. Power friendship is, you know, is what you got to do. It's an important theme. It's an important theme. That was awesome. Goku, Goku Winchester, Winchester, everybody. <laughs> Chris, I think you've got um, the art right there. If you if you want to if you want to do the work, that's that's season you. thirteen is just going to be Dragon Ball Z art. Um, okay. Um, this next one is from Walt Walt Shipman, <laughs> Walter Shipman on Twitter. That <laughs> name always makes me laugh. Me too. Um, okay. Uh, congrats on surviving season twelve, guys. I'm actually always I've actually always argued that there are two season twelves and neither of them are that good, but they lay the foundation for the last leg of the series, so I think it's worth it. Uh, a little British Men of Letters nonsense. As I'm writing this, there are only two episodes left of Supernatural, which I'm hoping you can somehow avoid spoilers for, and I just want to thank you guys for giving me more content, TM, uh, to, look forward once, uh, to look forward to once it's all said and done. Uh, the commentary tracks in particular have become a quarantine hit in the shitman household. Uh, and also for getting <laughs> Boys of Summer stuck in my head so badly that it made my Spotify on repeat all summer and fall. I hope you guys figure out what country ruin is from soon. Carry on, Walt Shipman. P.S. <laughs> if this is too late for the season 12 feedback, well, then just ignore me. No, nope, we're not ignoring you because it was on time. Uh, perfectly um, on time. Yeah. Again, I, um, just, you know, just shout out to Hunks of Summer. Shout out to Hunks of Summer. Also, shout out to Walt, who he said it's like the commentary tracks have become a quarantine hit he's literally mm-hmm. like playing that on speakers and watching supernatural along with our commentary with other people in the room 
I love like, it. Like they I have a group it. of people and they're all doing that together. And that is astounding to me. You're so. also tolerant of our bullshit. I can't, I can't imagine <laughs> what that is like and don't want to, don't want to experience it myself. So <laughs> I'm going to have to try one of these jizz just to see how it lines up, but I'm going to do it alone. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause that's imagine doing creepy, that to, to like doing to that you. to autumn or me doing that to Jess, just being like, Oh, Hey babe, you want to watch supernatural? What do you want to watch? I talk over it. <laughs> More That'd be fun, normal. right? Yeah. Imagine where are you going? Come imagine back. shushing Jess. Like, hold on, I'm about to make a good joke. Yeah, hold on. I'm pretty sure that this part's really funny. <laughs> oh god. Oh geez. Uh, Simone, I think that's you. All right. So this one's from Liz. Hi, fellas. I think I accidentally just submitted this form prematurely, so apologies if y'all get this twice. Oops. I've We're gonna watched- read it twice. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've binge watched all of Supernatural in quarantine, and I've been really enjoying the podcast. So I wanted to officially write in and say hi and ask a question or two, if that's all right with you guys. So, as people watching the show in 2020, I struggled a lot with knowing that there's 15 seasons of the show and that all of the main actors are still around, and also, you know, seeing spoilers on social media. How do you guys deal with watching Supernatural and knowing that there's really no stakes for the for the Chesters? It's just, I was, <laughs> was going to say characters, but it's Chester's. Uh, it's just hard for there to be danger for the characters, knowing that they're still on another 60 episodes after this. So how do you wrap your brains around this and suspend disbelief in the universe? Another thing, now that the cult is gone, what were the five things, according to Lucifer in season five, that it couldn't kill? I can't seem to work it out. Would love to hear your thoughts. On a lighter note, I also was wondering if y'all had a fave favorite page from dad's diary the wiki i'm pretty partial to the page on sam's sadness jacket also i'm just gonna say that's my favorite right there yeah yeah agreed (laughs) my favorite page is is the one that we edited to say the dean was a virgin and then it got removed immediately 100 uh also fuck mary hunt president lucifer oh no Rockstar Lucifer, Nick Lucifer. Oh, okay. Anyways, I hope you all are having a lovely day, and I'm loving the pod, Liz, aka Demon Blizzy from Discord. Also, P.S. I listen to most of the eps in two times the speed while I'm running, and I can confirm, Hunks of Summer is still heart wrenching when sped up. That's like a galaxy brain move. I can't even wrap my head around that. So, so first off, that's insane. <laughs> like, don't you, that's a crazy and two to, times and just, two. And just to prove it, like for the next like thirty seconds as we discuss this, I'm going to speed up our audio so it sounds like <laughs> two times, so everybody can hear that. And if Liz is listening to this, she'll have it four times, so she can yeah. see how crazy we think she yeah. is. Um, um, so yeah, you gotta you gotta just sort of watching Supernatural live for you know up until season ten or whatever it was that I did the stakes were certainly much higher and especially before season five watching season five i was like sam winchester's gonna die i'm never gonna see him again that's how this is gonna end like i truly believe that something like that could happen um and it was a very very different experience now playing catch up you just sort of have to appreciate the plot twists and appreciate the different things that, that might happen um you know if castiel dies now well i'm not gonna be that worried about it because i see Mitch collins on twitter you know he's, he's not hiding he's still around so um yeah it's just you just kind of have to roll with it and you just you just have to appreciate different aspects of it and it's not you're not watching it for the cliffhangers anymore necessarily you're more just watching it for the character moments that's how i feel and i think that there's a certain amount of artistry that comes from this the execution of the episode itself that really makes you buy into whatever threat that they are putting up putting the boys against um sometimes that can be really really interesting like anytime um uh bobby singer directs an episode he has a talent for really getting us into the episode and making things kind of feel serious um and Mm -hmm you know not everybody can do that so like i part of that is just literally crafting the episode and then part of that is 
literally suspending your disbelief. Like there's, there's a moment where like I can, I can literally just be like I'm, this. I live in supernatural for 45 minutes. Like I'm yeah, not going to, I'm yeah. not going to think about the 60 episodes past this or, or whatever. Like I'm, I'm, you know, maybe they will cut off Sam's arm and he'll be armless for like three episodes and they have to figure out how to CG his arm out and then he'll, they'll magic it back or something. Like I, I can, yeah. I can make myself believe that stuff if I really need to. So, yeah. Yeah. Also just don't trust supernatural because they're the kind of, <laughs> also don't they're trust the kind of show. Yeah. Where you can think you're okay be, or a certain character or something is okay because you happen to see it in, uh, in a spoiler but it might not necessarily mean what you think it means. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's always something about watching it play out. I think even one of you guys were saying that you saw something uh, that happened recently, but you didn't know all the context of it. Um, so I, yeah, don't trust supernatural <laughs> context. Yeah. Context is important. <laughs> it means a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's me. The five, wait, the five things that can't, the oh, cult can't yeah, we- kill. I don't know. Lucifer, death, God, uh, Amara, Amara, um, uh, my, my uh, intense inter- attraction to Dean's nipples. Sam's virginity. Um. Sam's virginity is definitely the fifth thing that the cult can't kill. I think that that's still an open ended question in the fandom. The last time I looked at that. So I don't, mm. I don't know if that they've ever confirmed or, or denied mm-hmm. that. Um, uh, oh, oh, another fuck Mary hunt president Lucifer, rockstar Lucifer, Nick Lucifer. I, again, I just, any of the Lucifers, I just want to kill them all, man. Kill them all. Yeah, kill them all. Kill them all. This is a bad game. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'll, mar- I'll marry them and then I'll kill them. I'll, I'll bury them in the backyard. I'll, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, thank you very much, our- Demon Blitzy, for, for writing in. We yeah, thank it. you. Thank you. Um, next up is from Rachel at uh, Rachel underscore Dahapa. Feedback fam. Hey, Hawks. I'm so thankful to have this pod to listen to, as always, but especially these days, going through good times, bad times, end times with the boys is such a welcome distraction. After job loss and going through a big move back home, something as small as a weekly episode really was a breath of fresh air. You guys are so valued. We've got to embrace those chick flick moments now and then. Yeah. Keep on keeping on, friends. Rachel. Uh, P.S. Have a, do you have a favorite music moment from season 12 or from the show overall thus far? My fave is coming up in the next season in episode five. Um, a lot of good ones. I was in season four today, season four, season five, uh, episode three. And at the time, I don't remember all that was going on, but Sam and Dean had parted ways. This is the episode where Dean and Castiel team up to go on a hunt together. They're searching for one of the angels. Um, Sam is, is pretending to be Keith that works at a bar. Who's really good at darts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at the beginning of that dust in the wind starts playing and it's kind of a back and forth between Sam and Dean as they're going about their now separate lives. And mm-hmm. it was just really good. So like that's just because ha- I happened upon it today. I'll, I'll pick that one as a, yeah. as a random one. Um, my favorite moment that is not on Netflix is season one. Um, is it bloody Mary where he, se- we just covered it for the, for the commentary episode where Sam looks out the window of the Impala and he sees Jess standing on the side of the yeah, road. He sees her ghost and it plays uh, laugh. I nearly died by the Rolling Stones. And mm-hmm. that's not in the Netflix version anymore, but it's, it always, always, always gave me chills. And, um, uh, recently, you know, the Chuck thing when he sings dink song in uh, like on guitar, like he does yeah. like, the whole performance yeah. mm-hmm. did not think that that would hit for me, but it, it really surprisingly like it did. So that, that was another good moment. A lot of times, anytime they bring out the, uh, what I call the sad supernatural song that, uh, da, 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 and anytime mm-hmm. they bring I that out, I was just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's mine. Did I steal yeah. yours? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I guess you both stole two of them, but I also like, there's a certain, um, I don't know. It, it. I don't know what it's called, but uh, I know one where it was when uh, Mary was looking like 
in the backseat of the Impala, there's like a theme mm. that plays. Um, and uh, it's like, a, you know, you were conceived in back here. <laughs> but they always play it in like certain romantic moments. Yeah. Uh, I've noticed. I can't believe. I call it the John Mary theme. I, don't I, know. I cannot believe that none of us uh, picked Odeth. Uh, from Death's oh, Interaction, because yeah. that's probably... I remember they pl- uh, played the O-Death commercial um, yeah. like on TV on the CW, um, and it's the episode where Dean is going to meet Death at the pizza shop yep. uh, in season five, and them just playing the O-Death song. The, the whole commercial was just the slow-mo of Death walking down the street with that song playing, and him touching people, and like, or he, he brushes off his shoulder because that guy bumped into him, and the dude dies. It was like the most epic supernatural ever was was just that commercial <laughs> it was so good <laughs> that's good but thank you for writing in um oh shit rachel so chris you are up next okay this one is from chrissy okay hi chris and jeremy hello uh since there's still some time to send in feedback i want to take the opportunity to share my thoughts on season 12 for my first watch i remember season 12 is a good one I liked the idea that the men of letters uh, are still active in parts of the world, and I found it relaxing that the enemies of the season were just humans after they had to fight God's sister. That's what you were saying, Simone. Yeah. Um, but with the second rewatch in your podcast, listen, I don't want to ruin anybody's perspective. <laughs> That's exactly this. how I felt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, oh, wait. Um, we're, you know, it's been a weird year. We get some negative energy sometimes. <laughs> anyway, but with the second rewatch in your podcast, I noticed that uh, m- the many small and big problems. I didn't like the Lucifer plot the first time, but it faded in it out to protect my <laughs> But I faded it out to protect myself. Okay. The death of Eileen and the way Crowley degenerates more and more into a joke are the biggest problems of the season, in my opinion. You have addressed and discussed these in other problems, uh, and thank you for that. But nonetheless, you never missed out on humor, and so every episode of Monster of the Week feels lighthearted and entertaining. In short, you managed to turn even the bad supernatural episodes into awesome Monster of the Week episodes, and that has has extremely lightened my workday. when I read nice things about us, I have to pretend like I'm talking about somebody else because um, <laughs> I just get all hung up. Um, not only to say bad things about season 12, uh, my personal highlight was how many victories Sam has had this season. He killed Ramiel, the Prince of Hell. He killed the Alpha Vampire. He killed the first Hellhound. He rescued Dean from the Goat Monster and led the attack on the British Men of Letters base. Hell yeah, Sam. Uh, all without fainting in every single episode uh, and being treated like a supporting character for a few seasons and or having to be rescued by Dean over and over again. These moments felt really good. In this context, uh, what were your your best fight scenes hunts in season 12? Finally, thank you for being so awesome that I became a Patreon uh, patron and got to know the great Discord community. Regards, Chrissy. P.S. Due to time issues, I used a translator uh, for my message. I apologize for any errors and hope the meaning of my words still gets through. It, I wouldn't. Perfect. I wouldn't have ever even noticed. Never, I meant to remove that actually, so I didn't yeah. put her on blast. Um, well, <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, what are our favorite fight scenes? Let's it's first season, season twelve, 12 man. I, There's I, some good ones. There are some good ones. I think possibly the. I don't remember if it was a good fight scene, but just like Dean blowing away Hitler was really satisfying. That was good. That mm-hmm. was good. Um, the whole um, the Tarantino episode, the one that was directed by Super uh, good. Yeah. Richard yeah. Mm-hmm. Spate? Spite? Spite? <laughs> uh, you know, the trickster, the one that directed by the trickster. That was a really good one. Yeah. I had that. I had a lot of really great frenetic action in that scene. Um, hell, even even like the, the goat man episode had some good stuff in it. And, and just the British men of letters shootout like that was like super intense action movie stuff. So, yeah, we had a lot of fun action stuff in this season, actually. Simone, do you have a favorite fight scene? 
Uh, no. No, I, I, I don't. I, not off the top of my head for season You don't two. condone I violence. It's, it's really hard to come up with like a... I'm a pacifist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, thank you, Chrissy, for writing in. Uh, it's Moan. You're up next with Clarice. Clarice. Dear Jeremy and Chris, I found your podcast and have been a serious have been on a serious binge. I made it to season seven in a fortnight. Whoa. Just a quick note to say thank you. Your podcast is a delight. Fabulous hunk content and great bands. Anyway, carry on, my wayward hunks. Bants. Thank you. Bants. bants. I haven't I haven't said bants Dude. in a long time. I can tell you're back in season seven. I miss I miss bants. <laughs> bants. I really do. Um thank you for writing in. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh next up is Emily. Um I have a special fondness for the name Emily since I have two sisters named Emily. So Props to your name. Wow. Shout out to your sisters. <laughs> shout out to both of my sisters who were named Emily. Um, hey, Hux. I hope I'm not too late to write in for the season 12 feedback episode. 2020 has legitimately been the worst year of my life. I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, Monster of the Week has been a consistent bit of joy each week that I always look forward to. The dynamic you guys have is such a pleasure to experience as you make goofs and jokes that no one outside of this little community would understand. Thanks for being transparent about 2020 sucking for you guys, too, while also being responsible and, you know, continuing to recognize that there's a pandemic going on unlike the majority of the rest of the country. I feel that. I really do. Like, I saw some... Uh, on Facebook, There's these, this bar was posting, like, pictures of the, whatever they were doing the weekend, and there was just 150 people crammed into a tiny face to sp- space and not a single person wearing a mask. I could not believe oh, it. It's so miserable. Oh, boy. Um, I live in Georgia, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, shouts. Season 12 is my least favorite of Supernatural, and I am so glad y'all hated all of the British Men of Letters bs2 with the way the world is at this point i just don't have the energy to dedicate to watching a 45 minute episode so i'm stuck with somewhere in the middle of season 13 i've decided i'm just going to watch each week along with you guys throughout the rest of the show awesome hopefully the content allows for more goose and we won't be too disappointed in how the show goes as it ends i'll end my post with a question for you do you guys have any theories as to why supernatural continues to kill off the female minority characters and treat strong characters like mary charlie eileen etc with such blatant disrespect after building them up so highly i'm interested to hear your thoughts thank you for everything y'all do to bring joy to our ears and hearts each week's y'all rock um i think this is more to do with the show being at its core about sam and dean um Mm -hmm. and to a smaller degree castiel i think that you have a complex writer's room with multiple people writing multiple episodes with showrunners that have changed over the years um, that all have probably different approaches to the way that meta plot and you know how those stories are going to interact with each other. So uh, you have writers who do a really good job building up a Charlie or an Eileen or a Mary or what have you. And then it comes to a big episode of the season. And then you have another writer who really wants to like, create drama and the best way Mm -hmm. to do that is to kill someone off in a real bloody and gory way um so i think it's just that push and pull of them creating characters and i think there's i think the writers room probably has genuine people who are fans of these characters and that want to see them grow and succeed in the story and then you have like another subset who's like okay who can we kill for the end of season 12 i think that's a big part of it is the nature of the show unfortunately has always been you know we're gonna kill off everybody but sam and dean at a certain point it it's that stopped being so consistent you have castiel you have crowley you have fucking lucifer who just keeps coming back for some damn reason um and i think the the sins of the show become more obvious as they get better at writing more diverse interesting characters but yet they continue to kill them you know when we lose um joe and ellen that sucks they were like really the only two like major women on the show um and then we lost them both but it was like okay we're losing everybody back then 
you know, we lost Bobby. Maybe he comes back. You know, Crowley is there for a minute. Castiel only had two seasons at that point. You know, we were losing people left and right. We didn't know what the show was going to be. But now it's so much more established. And like, we want to see these returning guest stars. And yet, I don't know if it's a budget thing, the nature of the plot. We have to keep stripping away Sam and Dean's friends. I mean, we gave them a whole bunker. They let them have some friends. Kevin's ghost <laughs> is still haunting around somewhere, I think. Like, you know, even write somebody out of the show. You don't always have to kill them. Um, so, yeah, it's like you said, Jeremy, I think a lot of it is is they they got to pull up some drama. They got to kill some people off. And that became the popular thing to do in TV, too. Right. For for a few years, it seems like everybody was just you got to shock people and kill their kill characters. But in the end, it just it it, it just kind of hurts. You got any opinions? Yeah, on I this? Could- I could, I I have heavy opinions on it, but not <laughs> probably. I don't know. Probably not in the way a lot of people would think. But I really, I most, I really like the way all said it. I think it's just there's a lot of different. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's uh, um, it started out as a male centric show um, about uh, you know Sam Dean and then Cass and Crowley and um, so I I think that's just what it started out with at its core. And Mm -hmm. I kind of, I don't know the way I look at it is everyone dies at some point. Um, And like you said, you have writers who feel a certain way about a character versus another one. Like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't, I could talk about it for a long time, but I'm not, it's it's not usually, um, I typically accept that everyone dies. Uh, But Mm -hmm. when it comes to things like how Eileen died, that was super upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> so it it really depends. Um, but I really like the way y'all said it. Okay. Cool. Um, it's your turn. Wait, whose turn is it? Me. Yeah. Is it my turn. Chris, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, this one is from Allison at Not Your Final Girl. Okay. Hey, extremely hunts. good Twitter handle by the yeah, way. Yeah, really like good, that. That's a good name. <laughs> Um, I wasn't going to write in because I don't really have much to say about season 12 beyond hating the British men of letters and Lucifer with the fiery passion, which is not at all constructive and I think has been pretty well covered on the podcast. What I want to say instead is thank you to the Monster of the Week Discord for making the last week of the election so much more bearable. The distractions, respectful discussions, Destiel clowning, and camaraderie during such a stressful week had a big hand in helping me maintain my sanity. Chris and Jeremy, you have created a podcast that has attracted some truly wonderful people in a Discord community that is a safe space, even when it's full of buff sharks and scorpions. <laughs> I've said it on the Discord, but wanted to make you, make you say it out loud. I appreciate all of you. Carry on, wayward hunks. And like Chris always says, get out of here, girls. Get Much love, girls. Allison. I don't. I, is that my saying? That's, uh, absolutely, um, you're saying. Anyway, we can't take credit for the Discord because everybody in there is just super nice, and they they help each other up when everybody's feeling down, and it's 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 really amazing. It's a great place. Um, it's it's really nice. Thank you, Allison, for writing in. We very much appreciate it. Uh, Simone, you were up with Katie. Katie, okay. Katie, uh, parentheses, no impreg. At <laughs> a big, at big kick Sam on Twitter. Um, <laughs> hey guys. Okay, so I wanted to write in to talk about a little about Mary and how your podcast helped me see another side of her character. When I originally watched season 12, I was so angry at Mary for not being there for the boys. I am a mother and a very, um, very young step grandmother, and I am supremely selfless, even sometimes to my own detriment and well being. So to watch a mom not immediately try to kill that motherly fill that motherly world for her kids, even as adults, is hard for me to watch. I would be so racked with guilt that I, um, through no fault of my own, left these children to a horrible upbringing that I would immediately set out to try to make up for it. 
probably wouldn't make for a riveting television, though. <laughs> so I understand why they sent her off to process her own emotions and development and also served as a device in the show to bring her back as needed for certain apps. She didn't move into the bunker for a reason. It was interesting to me to see that your immediate takeaway was that she's her own person and that they are grown men. And it really didn't help me to under did help me to understand another way to look at it. I just know those aren't decisions that I couldn't could make. So it's hard to relate to for me personally. Keep up the great work and thank you for building a community that has brought so much into my life. I owe you guys. I'm glad you like the song. Not sure how we're going to top that. Gotta start brainstorm. Bleh. Gotta start brainstorming for the first annual Monster of the Week Cotcon. Cotcon. Oh, oh no, yeah, at Chris's house. That's where that's gonna. At happen. my house, everybody. Uh, we got yeah. a big backyard. Uh, a couple coyotes, but don't worry about that. Don't worry, uh, about, don't worry about the yotes. It's gonna be all good. Yeah. Thank you for uh, thank you for running it, Katie. Yeah. I mean, that's the good thing about being able to do a podcast about something you love is that you know people listen to what you say and maybe it gives them a new perspective. But for us. I mean, look at Destiel, like being being surrounded by people with all these different perspectives and ideas than than our own going into it, like has completely reshaped the way that we see the show in a really positive way. Um, And even just going through this episode and, you know, hearing from somebody who likes season 12 a lot more than we do like that. It's it's very valuable to have when discussing something that you love. It just enriches the experience, I think, for everybody. And I I would bet that a lot of people have that motherly instinct that she's talking about and they see, uh, you know, Mary not instantly you know subsuming her life for sam and dean and to try to make up for what she quote unquote did um and and would be and i don't don't think that that's a bad instinct to have either like Mm -hmm. i think that you one could argue that mary dealt with her bullshit just as well as dean and sam deal with their bullshit which is to say not very fucking well (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) none none of these none of these chesters are good at what they do you know what i'm saying that's right um so I, it. I think it's interesting to see all those perspectives of it. I know the fandom apparently really, really hates Mary, right? Like I don't, I'm, I'm <laughs> wow. not sure. I, I, I don't know why. Like I, I feel like maybe season thirteen. If she, ki- if she kisses Lucifer, I'm out, dude. Dude, I, if she kisses Lucifer, I am going. Well, to She kiss. already kissed Catch. She kissed. I Ketch. can't. I can't. <laughs> we can't. I don't want to. I don't want to make any you know assumptions about Mary, and I'm not trying to. I'm making assumptions about the writers and the torture they want to put us through. Yeah, I can totally see fucking Buckland making her kiss Lucifer at some point. I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna. Yeah, he's I'm like gonna, really powerful and like that's like hot to her. Getting that's <laughs> that's what I assume they sound like when they write. Gonna get super mad about it preemptively. Well, maybe some of them. Yeah, I'm already worked up. <laughs> I'm very worked up about this at the end of the podcast. Uh, Hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> finally, well, uh, oh, go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I I was just gonna say, Katie, I. I so, dude, <laughs> I totally agree with you. Um, but like listening to you guys, same as her, uh, helped me see it a little bit more from her perspective. But yeah, mm-hmm. my first watch, I was not, I was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, mostly from like, I think you guys mentioned um, being on the boy side most of the time, uh, you're feeling kind of their pain um, and watching them go through that. And uh, in that scene, Dean kind of, you know, spills all of it. Um, so you've seen them how you've seen, you know, how they've grown up the past 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, you know, that she was the catalyst uh, for, I mean, I don't know. She's, you know, Dean's all about family. Right. Um, so, yeah. But listening to you guys did <laughs> make me uh, be a little more um, sympathetic to what she was going through. Um, yeah. Y'all made me think about a lot at season 12 that I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here to but, do. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, finally, it's Judy. Twitter is uh, Judy 
I. Judy A Y. I don't know what that Judy. Anyway, it Judy matter. with an I. Judy with an I is the, her website and her like her YouTube yeah. thing. Um, shout outs to Judy before we even get into this. Like shout outs to Judy because she is largely responsible for how good the Hunks of Summer video came out. Um, she spent an inordinate amount of time with me on showing me how to properly edit video um, and what timing is and why that's important in a video. <laughs> um, so thank you very much. And she's already like super helping me for the video that I'm making this week for the next season. So like I'm already, she's already helping Yay. me out with other stuff. So huge thanks to her for, for doing that. Um, she says, hello boys. I have no actual feedback for season 12. Well then why are we here, Judy? What are you doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I have no actual feedback for season 12. I just wanted y'all to know how much I appreciate you and the show and this little community of weirdos you've brought together. I've only been a patron since the end of April, but this discord feels like home and I'm sad. It took me so long to join it. Now that I'm here, you're never getting rid of me. Thank you both for so much for giving us this amazing little pocket of the internet. It has become a comforting and safe space for so many of us, especially in a nightmare that's been 2020. It means a lot to so many of us. And if it wasn't for the two of you, we wouldn't have our wonderful pocket friends. Much love to you all. Judy. Thank you so much, Judy. That's really, really, really Thank nice. Thank you, Judy. I, um, um, I, I left I a lot of these in about talking about how great the discord is um, just so that people would know. And like that is any effort to get you guys to join Patreon or anything. I just, <laughs> it's really means a lot to me when people that just listen, happen to listen to the same podcast can come together and be like super supportive of one another without mm-hmm. me and Chris interacting with it whatsoever. Like obviously we're both in the discord. We both like talk and everything, but like there's a large part of this that just exists outside of us. And the only common ground that started it was monster of the week. And that's incredibly special and meaningful to me. So that's yeah, not just leaving that in here to make us feel better. Although it does definitely make me feel better. Definitely makes us feel better. <laughs> this, this whole, this whole episode is just an ego boost that so somebody good. else has to sit there and listen to. <laughs> yeah. It's two and a half hours. Guys. Enjoy, enjoy making Chris and Jeremy feel good for two and a half oh. hours. And also Simone is here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also I'm here. Um, I think that's it. That's it, man. We, 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 we made it through. Simone, thank you so much for, for hanging out with us all, all evening. We yeah, really, thank really you. appreciate it. Yeah, thank And I'm, I'm going to echo the ego boost, I guess. But uh, <laughs> y'all have definitely, uh, like, I'm also going through a low time. And y'all, the entire, since I've started listening to you guys, you're always a, always a pick-me-up. And, you know, it's like you're spending time with a supernatural family, even though uh, we're not physically with each other um so yeah thank you for guys for being you and mad respect for everything you do nice thank you so much thank you where thank can, you where We're can happy you to fa- help. be found on the internet if people want to stalk you <laughs> i am <laughs> i was saying before my name is sam one so i'm sam ichi <laughs> okay. on twitter and instagram and you'll be able to find uh links to both of those in the show notes again um thank you so much Simone for coming on, Sam Ichi for coming on and talking to us. Uh, we will be back next week with season 13, episode one, to find out what's, how Dean is going to deal with the death of Castiel and the disappearance of Mary um, and all of these other things. The introduction of our season 13 theme song. No one has guessed it yet, Chris. I put, I put, oh, wow. I put the year out and said it's going to be it was from 1991 and nobody has a lot of songs it. come out every year a lot of songs came out in 1991 <laughs> that were good including um are you down with opp which someone i think allison said was what hurt was her guess and i was like man that was a, it's a really good one i should have should have done the naughty by nature <laughs> thing because that would have been really great but no it's not that um so all of that happening next week there uh i'm gonna go ahead and put this in now there's probably not going to be an early release next week uh we have some scheduling stuff weird stuff happening so 
Um, we will be late on the early release. It will be on time on the public release, though. So just to let you know ahead of time. We love yes. you. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. Uh, thank you again to Simone for guesting with us. And yes, thank you for being here. Chris, thank hey. you for being an awesome dude, man. I really appreciate you. No sweat, bro. There's right back at you. No sweat, bro. <laughs> and we're going to take our own advice and get out of here, girls. Bye. Bye. Beep. Beep beep. I was about to text you and ask if I should exit the cut. Yes. But, exit the cut. Uh, Coming yeah, to this cut. I've left I've left the cut. The left the, the cut is in my past. You're gonna make me stop listening to Port Said for the first time today. I just want you wow. to Wow. Wow. I have my microphone positioned uh, on my belly at the moment. Oh? So tell me more. Is, tell me more. This is, this is every time that I laugh, the microphone uh, jerks violently upward. So this is not going to work, gonna work out. out, Chris. You gotta. You... I just didn't. I didn't want to hunch forward, so I just was like, I mean, I was just sitting here by myself, so I just, I just moved my mic. You gotta down. put the microphone on a firm, flat surface, and that does not describe you or me. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely does not describe my belly, sir. <laughs> That could not be further from the truth. <laughs> uh, dude, how are you, my man? You know, I'm okay. Work's over, so fuck it. It wasn't... It's just stressful times, you know? There's a lot going on. A lot of extra work to do. Um, a bunch of people are out. And working from home creates some extra frustration sometimes. So, you know, you get a little worked up. But other than that, I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm well. I'm doing doing very well today. Um, oh, You just had a birthday. I, I sure did just have a birthday. You're about to have a birthday. I'm about to have a birthday. Neither of us got what we really wanted for our birthdays, which was mm-hmm. PlayStation 5s and Xbox eternal One, youth. Series X. Yeah, and yeah that too. Now I'm, I'm, my internal you thing is doing pretty well. Like You just turned 30, so, mm-hmm. and, you, and you look like you're 40, and I, I'm about to turn 40, and I'm just now looking like I'm 30, so I think it's we're good. really ridiculous how young you look. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so bad. I took a yeah. selfie the other day, and I was like, mm, this makes me look like upper 20s. I'm not going to post it. <laughs> <laughs> try to hit for lower 20s gotta hit, go for those lower 20s no straight if you didn't have any gray hair I, you would legitimately would probably look like you were like 21 dude if i didn't have the like piddly little fucking beard that i have i would look like i was fucking 20 like it would be ridiculous get that piddly guy out of here <laughs> dude i have to it was causing me work problems like no, people already don't take me very seriously and then you <laughs> add like a young face on it and it's ridiculous. yeah 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 People are just like, oh, you seem like you're really, really angry. Um, and like you've maybe just you've been here working at this company for 20 years. I'm like, that's not true. 20 years ago, I was 10. Stop. I'm not angry. I just have a fucked up old man face. There's a, uh, but now I am angry. What do you know? There's a rap song um, where the guy starts doing this chant and he's like, um, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's like 10 years ago, I was 30. 20 years ago, I was 20. But when I came out my mama, I was zero. And sometimes I get that hook. When I came out my mama, I was zero. I was zero when I came out my mama. Like I don't know why, but it just gets stuck in my head like a little brain worm. But I can't, I can't hang. It's good. It's good. Unfortunately, me and Jess had a little brain worm situation this weekend, Uh-oh. which was not not a good one at all. Okay. It was um from the new Bright Eye song, which is like a protest against like 
the Republicans trying to take away Planned Parenthood and stuff. Okay. Uh, and there's a there's part of the chorus is get cured with a coat hanger. <laughs> and we both had that part of the song stuck in our head. I was like, Jess, we gotta stop. <laughs> this is not something we could just be like humming along throughout the day. This is this is reminds me of when Autumn was um when she was waiting for Beasley to be born and she was very concerned that Beasley would come out with white come out white and not Palomino and she would just tell people that she hoped she didn't have a white baby. And I would have to be like horse. You have to put horse at the end of that sentence. Horse, baby, horse. <laughs> and then she sent me a picture of a Facebook post from some of her girlfriends on Facebook getting together. Um, and one of them was like, oh, my God, it'd be so great if we could get all uh, get everyone at the beach and we could all take pictures of our colored babies. And I'm like, mm, you need to put horses somewhere in there because it sounds really bad if you don't. Yeah. 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 Bro, I'm over here refreshing my order page, trying to see if any. Fuck, I got the I got the email. I got the bad email of it may be twelve thirty one, and it just says Amazon just tells me um, order received. So, mm. so where wait where are the two from? Where where's the other one from? I don't have a PlayStation Five on order. Oh 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 oh. oh. Yeah yeah, I'm oh. I'm. My hope is, and I don't know that it will happen, but my hope is that it will. Um, that, that there's orders going up on the 12th which is thursday mm-hmm. and i'm hoping i could secure an order there and then pick it up in person at either like walmart yeah. or uh best buy or something uh, i think that's that where would it's be coming good. from so that's my goal so i have uh i mean i have my confirmation or whatever but nothing is shipped yet i'm pretty sure it hasn't charged me yet um the only evidence that I found was I signed up for FedEx and then you can like track any like incoming packages mm-hmm. even without a tracking number. It'll just say like, hey, here's a thing that's scheduled for your address. Uh, and a 15 pound package was like registered for me. Um, I can only assume like I haven't ordered anything that's 15 fucking pounds. <laughs> so um, <laughs> maybe it's a new pair of shoes. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't say like where it's coming from. It says like the location and then like the shipping center, but it doesn't say um, you know, like what it is or anything like that. So only time will tell. Interesting. But um I'm stoked for you if you get it, man. I really am. That's it's gonna be busy. Unfortunately my um my TV's fading on me. But you know what? I'm gonna actually I'm I was looking to buy a new TV and all that stuff. I'm gonna wait a while. I'm gonna see what people seem to think works best once, you know these modern consoles are in people's hands um see if i can get a good deal on something down the line because i don't like desperately need a new tv it just like has some some damage yeah it's just there's a crack down the middle so yeah it's split (laughs) it's like it does like a kind of like a butterfly thing because all the glass is broken but other than that (laughs) the problem is um with any of the new consoles like you need to start looking at stuff like hdmi 2.1 or vrr Mm -hmm. support uh and it's that's a variable refresh rate if you want to if you want to know what that is um i didn't i didn't know what it was uh like a lot of that stuff is on fancy tvs which are always expensive tvs and then even some of the fancy tvs that they've been promising hey we're going to do an update and it's gonna then it's going to do like all of this fancy stuff uh are now saying that they will not do those updates and you have to buy a new tv bummer yeah so like people are pretty upset about that so like you're i hadn't been able to update my tv in a really long time because it just stopped being able to connect to the internet um which i didn't know was going to be a problem until it started causing problems and like it would like my tv would just crash on me while i was watching it um 
I never thought to do this for some reason, but yesterday I just did a factory reset on it, and and then I was able to update it just fine. I could connect to the internet finally. Nice. Um. Yeah. But I was I was looking to see if there was like a pixel refresh option. That's something I had looked up online. Yep. I was um, about to mention that. But uh, I couldn't find anything. <laughs> at least by like a recognizable name. Maybe they call it something else. I don't know. But yeah, just recently, to uh, a blue circle appeared in the bottom left and the top right corners of the screen and i i'm pretty sure it's from 85 hours of trails of cold steel 3 because there is a blue mini map in the top and a blue like health bar on the bottom and it kind of kind of matches up i don't know that for sure but um something's something's fucked up <laughs> there's also you may want to look at like a video um i think you can download like pixel refresh videos or maybe go to like youtube and find them or something and if you can stream stream those in high enough quality it might like I mean that's that's like five years ago and stuff that may or may not work, but yeah, the really just I mean the problem with buying a new TV is that like any of the fancy stuff like if you want the super awesome 4K, 120 frames per second shit mm. from the Xbox and PS4, then like you got to buy a real super great TV. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> that's not gonna. You want to spend that's three thousand dollars on a new TV, no. Chris? I get like you know, I got I got to buy other stuff. Um, Simone's saying she needs three minutes. Three minutes. I'm counting one Mississippi, <laughs> two Mississippi. <laughs> oh, my back already hurts. We're gonna be we're gonna be in for some. If you if I just tap out for a little while, it's just I'm not I'm not gone. I'm just leaning back in my chair. That's fine. That's fine. You don't have to be there for tw- for the whole podcast. We have, I need we have to a get guest. it. I need- yeah. <laughs> hey, do you mind covering this one for me, guest? Uh, I'm gonna lean back. <laughs> I'll make her read all of the nice things that people said about you and I. So it just doesn't Perfect. sound, I mean, that just, just seems like a per- perfectly normal thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> just the part where we usually said the guests and we're like, all right, well, I'm a tap out. See ya. You guys got it from here. You got it. See you later. <clears throat> I made some relaxing tea for my throat because I was uh, shouting. Yeah. Cause you were screaming. I was just, I just had to let one out. I just like, it, it was just a, it was a teeth grit, just a, uh, it was, it felt good. Was it a pillow it situation? Felt bad. No, just let it out. There was nobody home. And then <laughs> my grandma came home shortly after, just roasted the kitchen. I'm like, can you please not do that in here? Roasted the kitchen? What do you mean? Uh, tootin. Oh, wow. <laughs> <She's> tootin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I, I was like, did she turn the oven on? Like, is she cooking? What's she, happening? Uh, she was baked. No, she, she was, she, uh, yeah, she roasted the, the entire kitchen. She rolled up a fat dube nice. and just smoked that. <laughs> I would get, we've never been high on a podcast together. We should do that at some point. Yeah. Chris is like, I don't, it's just, I don't you know, get high. <laughs> it's, well, it's legal here. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> it's so funny driving to Rhode Island. They're always like right at the border. There's um, huge billboards being like, yeah. drive to Massachusetts and buy some edibles. <laughs> Hell yeah. Eat some gummies. Eat some gummies. Mm-hmm. I've been. I remember um, the first time I, uh, I found out about gummies, we went to a concert in New York. And Dylan just being like, oh, yeah, I got these from my doctor. I was like, what is that candy? And he's like, oh, no, it's, it's pot. I was like, just like, I was so naive. I was like, whoa, really? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I remember the first time I did an edible and I did like the classic, like, this shit doesn't work. Why didn't we just not, you know, smoke a bowl or, or whatever? And then like 
20 minutes later was like you know singing while sitting upside down in a car somehow like it was yeah. like it just yeah. it hit me and then i was like oh shit this is a lot comes at you fast it, it just as as in life so too with pot so too with with the weed yeah my friends would always just like come up with like the worst thing to call it not the worst but just like nobody calls it pot so that's what they called it yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) the the, the uncoolest thing you could possibly call it yeah that's what they always did uh do we have a a a google doc oh yeah absolutely nope that's not it i keep accidentally opening up my story and like getting anxiety about it your story yeah the one i was writing uh Uh, okay i'm gonna send you this and i'm about to add her to the call Okay. I read this I read the first chapter that I wrote out loud to Jess last night cuz uh-huh. she for some reason wanted to um wanted to hear it. So it's because she she loves I, and cares for you, Chris. That's the reason. It's, I guess, it's not a secret. I guess that could be it. <laughs> so I I read her the chapter and I was like, "All right, I I actually have like a pretty good sense of like what I'm trying to do." But I just realized how many like edits I needed to make to the first chapter, like weird sentences or like paragraphs that had no like flow between them or anything like that so on the one hand it was good because i realized oh there are these small issues i need to fix but on the other hand now i'm like fuck i have to go back and fix all these things i hate editing yeah now do that but with video (laughs) yeah yeah jesus christ i'm trying to keep each chapter not its like own thing but somewhat contained so Mm. that if i have to go back and completely like rewrite something it doesn't destroy the rest of the story sure because that's what happened with the other novel was I left out a plot point or like I wrote past a certain point then then decided oh I want to add in that plot point I'll go back and add it later but then I just started writing as if that plot point had happened and then I reached another point where we're going you know what I'm not going to go back and add it in so then there's just this middle part that's referencing like pretty seriously something that never happened (laughs) and it like everything became so fucked up and I never wanted to go back and deal with it because it was like 500 pages to go through yeah yeah because it's, um, it's a lot of fucking work i get paid for this so you know i just i just let it be one day i'll go back one day All but right. i'm gonna bring i'm gonna bring simone on okay so i'll stop talking shit i get it <laughs> stand by all right whoa whoa hello whoa whoa there we go Hello. 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 Hi. Hey, welcome. Hi. 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 Um, Chris, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. It's so weird. It's so weird to me. I know. I know. (laughs) You'll get sick of us pretty quick. Don't worry. I'm used to just listening to you and talking at my uh, talking at my phone. It's the same experience. Don't worry. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris is basically everybody's phone that they yell at. That's right. So. That's right. Yeah, like if y'all forget something, I'm like, no, it's this. Oh my gosh, that was funny, and you know, you don't respond. But it's <laughs> <laughs> it's but fine. I don't here. respond to Jeremy either. So it'll be, <laughs> again, it's the same experience, and, and and neither one of us responds to criticism or corrections. So mm-hmm. uh-huh. we wouldn't respond to either, either way. <laughs> yeah, that's Sweet, just that silence. Makes, okay, that's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got told today that I've been pronouncing a name of a character wrong, like apparently the entire time that we've been talking about the character. And I'm like, I didn't yeah. know. And they're like, no, you've definitely yeah. been doing it. And they, 
apparently nobody told me because they thought I was doing it as a joke. And I'm like, no, I don't have food in my teeth as a joke. It's just, mm-hmm. there's just food in my teeth. You gotta <laughs> let me know about these things. It's not Richard Spade, is it? No, um, that one we just don't. We simply we do not know. <laughs> We're going to get it wrong I'm every sorry. time. We second guess each other uh, on that one. No, it was, uh, what was it, Dagon? But it's, Is that not right? But I, I am actually Apparently not. I've been saying Dagon instead of Dagon, mm-hmm. but I thought I was saying Dagon well, you, the entire time, and now I'm all fucked you up said, about it. You said Dagon sometimes, and you said Dagon sometimes. Oh, and Lord. it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to interrupt your sentence to be like, well, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, no, I don't expect you to correct me ever. That's, that's 100% not allowed. <laughs> I thought, I don't know, both of those are acceptable to me. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I like yeah. to hear. There I'm you go, Jeremy. <laughs> Pick a good guest. <laughs> That's the goal. Every, everybody on the podcast is right. Everybody not on the podcast can fuck off. <clears throat> you know, we didn't make those rules. It's just how, it's it's just how, how things podcast. rolled out. You know? <laughs> it's how podcasts work, man. That's, yeah, it's your podcast. Totally. Um, I forgot to ask you what you want us to call you on this podcast. Is Simone okay? Do you want to go by Sam? Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. Simone's fine. Okay, because okay. I figured if I st- if we started calling you Sam, it would get very confusing very quickly. Yeah, so. I yeah, I was planning to read your full name, address, all that. So, uh, <laughs> yay! I'll keep. I'll, I, I, I guess I won't. <laughs> it's spelled Sam like it's because it's not spelled with an I. It's spelled with an A. Mm-hmm. So people say Sam one a lot, but yeah. Sam One is definitely like a rapper name, right? Like that's, that sounds like it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Sounds well, like a I rapper like name. my changed my Twitter name to Sam Ichi because someone at Starbucks called me that, and I was like, "Oh, I like that." Because <laughs> yeah, Ichi's that one. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. It's excellent. Thank you, Starbucks person. That's very good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I was like, I changed my Twitter handle and my my Instagram too. I think Starbucks wow. person, if you're out there, thank you very much for the br- online Shout branding. Out. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Then you have great but, conversations at Starbucks. I wouldn't know. I haven't been into a coffee shop in eight months. <laughs> Understandable. I, I've been through a drive Also, nobody through. wants to talk to me. <laughs> um, I would talk to you. Thank you. Yeah, Chris, start another podcast. Why don't you? Yeah. All right. Fine. <laughs> why nobody will talk to me? Volume one. <laughs> why, why won't anyone talk to me? It's the, the Local Bones podcast. Did you tell Chris um, let my idea about... Um, possibly a, a fan fiction spinoff from this not, one after no, you're done? I, I have not had a chance to I've been texting with Chris but I haven't talked to him so I haven't I didn't I don't, well again it's just yeah I know Jeremy was considering it so I it's very I difficult for Jeremy to reach me because I just <laughs> I screen all of his calls it's true so am I, am I like, even oh a, it's Jeremy am I still not even a contact in your phone is that is no that, it says maybe Jeremy that's, Greer that's what I love um, to see that's what I love to see right there because I don't know until we meet face to face could be this, is a, this is a maybe for me <laughs> that's love that we were talking about uh what you and i would do after we run out of supernatural episodes Mm -hmm. and uh she proposed like reading fan fiction on the yeah on the podcast i think it would it would have to be absolutely it would have to be fan fan (laughs) fiction that people wrote themselves and submitted to us because all we do is make fun of supernatural so i would never want to make fun of somebody's work without them giving us permission to make fun yeah. of them without them being in on the joke yeah <laughs> yeah 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 you could start a whole like submission page and it'd be great absolutely we i mean it's we've had idea. Like, we didn't have any this week uh, or this in this episode but we've had people write extended amounts of fan fiction for us um and it's always super weird it's just it's never not <laughs> awkward <laughs> and and chris has some like pieces of art as well that's right thank you very that much for acknowledging yeah. that um mm-hmm. i need to dig out the the john winchester fan fiction Oh, there's um, John Winchester fan fiction. Oh, there yeah, is extended they, John Win- Winchester fan fiction. Oh my! <laughs> I, I, so I, I I put them on. They're on old episodes of the podcast, but I never 
um saved the the actual writing of it i would write something and then i would read it on the podcast and then i would just replace that word document the next week with whatever came next so i didn't save any of them and it's tragic because people liked me back then they're they're, they are (laughs) extremely funny yeah um and then we got the uh we have the the discord pinned tweets or whatever the hell they are in there we get some a, that's a bad time for everybody. That's a yep. And then we have the fan fiction that Jeremy writes me each month. Oh, Jeremy uh, writes Patreon. as well. Yes, he writes little little snippets for me each month, and they're beautiful. They are. They are. You know, they're fun to write. It started as a joke because, like, for the Patreon, I have to send Chris a Patreon payment every every month. Um, and so like PayPal is like, do you want to add a comment to this? <laughs> and like, it started out as me just being stupid and like putting it in like, what would Sam Winchester say if he was holding $5 or, or whatever. Right. And then it became, and at a certain point I started maxing out the character limit. I didn't either. Nice. <laughs> I had to learn. Um, all that stuff is on AO3. Actually, we have an AO3 page that I put all that stuff. Yeah. On. Yeah. I saw that. I need to catch up. I did see all our posting. Yeah. It's ridiculous. On fan fiction. Why does a podcast have a TikTok <laughs> or a fan fiction page? It's ridiculous. We just want the team. Cause to it's like awesome. <laughs> I actually, I was going to, when you were talking about mispronouncing things, I was going to say, I love how the discord song was, like uh affectionately correcting you as well yes oh, yeah. even though it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like rowena's not irish it's cool yeah. we yeah. love you anyway yeah. and <laughs> although i thought that i because when i heard that for the first time like i was obviously i was like going through a lot of emotions because it was a super sweet song and i've never had anybody do anything like that for me um mm-hmm. for, for for like for something like this like you know for making mm-hmm. a funny podcast about hunks but um, when I heard that line that she was not Irish, I was like, wait a minute. I thought she was Irish. She's not? <laughs> Legit. I, just, I was like, wait a minute. I thought, she, what, is she Welsh? I can't. All the jokes get confused in my head. So it's That's the problem is, is walking the fine line between, okay, we're in on the joke and we're just messing with people. But we don't want to infuriate them, but we're messing with them. And then turning the point where, oh, no, I don't know what's the joke and what's the truth anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Asa, Asa. Ask, what is it? Yeah, Asa is one that I have no idea about. I'm, I'm just going to continue saying the one that just naturally comes to me, even if it's something different every time. So, Who knew he'd come up so damn much? He's like, is Cass a fish? I, I'm is, starting to second yeah. guess myself. I'm starting to just, did I miss that episode? Was I mean, season nine was a long time ago. Was he a fish? Could be. Could be. You never know. I would love to see a fish with wings, though. That'd be pretty awesome, right? A fish with angel wings. Be beautiful. That's also I that's mean, called I a bird. I guess we do. That's called cast, a bird. Yeah. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's what that is. Uh, oh no, there's totally fish with wings. You, you can, yeah, you birds, can just, dude. No, no, no. There's actually they're just like legit fish. <laughs> dude, this guy. Looks I'm also. Cute. I'm. I'm currently dying right now. <laughs> I apologize. No, I just mean I'm really hot. I'm in my um my grandma's uh, room right now, and it's like so hot. Oh, I know that pain. I know that pain. Um, so we should get this. We should get the ball rolling so that she doesn't sweat to death. We can, oh no no. We can definitely. No, I, I I didn't mean that at all. No, but take listen, your time. I'm totally I, enjoying. Like I'm. <laughs> I wanted to also say like thank y'all. Like it's just so cool, you know. Like the supernatural family and so last year i'm just very emotional about all of it <laughs> it's yeah well we're happy to have you here thanks you thank you for joining us yes thank you very yeah, much for joining us um i'm glad you're okay with me harassing you on multiple platforms mm-hmm. Absolutely. well that i mean that was that was what did it right <laughs> yeah you were telling us all season <laughs> <laughs> yeah we Jeremy didn't said it very politely he was like you're very mm, you know active <laughs> 
<laughs> it's true. That's the way you got to be. On, that's the way you have to do, be to get on on your on a podcast, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's how I got on my first podcast. Was just annoying the host so much. They were like, "Okay, fine, we'll do an episode with just you on it. Just come and be on the podcast." So yeah. and he stopped harassing us on the forums. We like, won't okay. be there. You can just talk. Yeah, you can. Just- well, it's not gonna stop. I'll. I'll, I'll and I'll promise you the goal. What this wasn't the goal. That I'm a natural. <laughs> I've been called a pusher. I, I just get very passionate. But that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm a harasser naturally, I guess. That's in a good way. harasser, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of them sound very positive when you put it in this. Well, you know, here, but here we are. In parentheses in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, this past week, um, as we're recording this, the the last episode that came out was season fifteen, episode eighteen, and there was a a huge kind of mega megaton if you're a gamer event that happened um in that episode um and we're not going to talk about it with it's a gay gamer yeah it's it's, don't say it just cut it out cut it out um but there was a huge event and like it was weird because i know who on my twitter feed to mute when new supernatural episodes come out um because they like to talk about them as they happen and i'm not going to begrudge anybody for doing that like it's their twitter i could not yeah um but this was such a huge event that it, almost everybody that i think ha- that ever had a tumblr <laughs> i think that's the qualifier that are it, maybe they didn't even watch supernatural like heard about it talked about it had opinions about it i can't tell if you stopped talking or if we lost you oh, okay it wasn't just me i thought it was okay. just me all right we lost jeremy um anyway this is our podcast now <laughs> let's give him a second who knows? He could still be talking. I don't think I'm right worthy now. of Jeremy's. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You're here. You're the first choice. Let's do it. Yay! Anyway, season thirteen. I haven't started it yet. <laughs> um, Jeremy, I see your green light has lit up on Discord, but I cannot hear you still. <clears throat> this is the joys of uh, of podcasting. Yeah, I have so much more a- respect for y'all. Like, <laughs> yeah. Being- <laughs> especially Um, the editing i was like when he told me how it works i was like oh wow yeah um yeah it was i think it was like two weeks ago we were doing something and jeremy was like going off on like you know a big point in an episode so he's gonna be talking for a minute or so and like in the middle of it he completely cut out so i was like jeremy hey hey you there um and then finally it pops back in and he's still in the middle of his sentence i'm like i'm just gonna pretend like nothing happened (laughs) but then afterwards i had to tell him like hey fyi around that time you're gonna hear some you're some talking on my end of the recording clearly you couldn't hear me and i couldn't hear you so just cut my audio out you'll be good yeah a lot of y'all's outtakes well not a lot but some of your outtakes start that way like hello Is anybody talking hello? About, i've been talking about myself yeah. for a long time we went through like like two or three weeks where i'm like well we can't record in discord anymore because it just i can't hear your audio no matter Is what i do here? and all i had to do was like choose a different set of headphones like on the discord drop down menu it was like trying to play it through my laptop speakers but I had headphones in, so nothing was coming out. It wasn't making any sound. It was a, it was a whole thing. Oh, someone disconnected. Yeah, Jeremy just left the call. I wonder if I'll have to add him back. I don't know if I even have that power. Um, there's a chance that he'll just call us again on a different call, and we'll have to hop into that. But okay, let's see. Jeremy, text me, you buffoon. Oh, he's texting me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He said Discord just shut down. WTF? We're still on the call. Yeah, That's what I'm, I'm texting good. him. <laughs> It's funny because everyone, y'all said, like, everyone was, oh, no, for season 12. Yeah. And I was, I'm more actually, oh, no, for you guys for season 13. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because I think 
season 12 is what was airing when we started the podcast. Um, 2016, maybe late 2016, early 2017. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm pretty sure it was season 12, which is, so I have all these weird, like vague impressions of like stuff that was happening. And I think I had actually somehow seen the whole like Mary Lucifer go to the alternate dimension ending but just you know we're back in like season four at that point so it just meant absolutely nothing to me uh so it's weird to finally see it hey hey mr green oh yeah that's that good podcast technical difficulty shit that Mm -hmm. i like Mm -hmm. oh i have a difficulty as well okay (laughs) so i just got a warning that it's too loud should i just you're fine don't worry about it (laughs) okay cool cool cool. (laughs) i was like oh no i ruined everything no you haven't sorry well jeremy unfortunately we made some um made some deals and uh uh you're no longer the host of the week i got a new job oh okay Uh, okay so (laughs) so you are the guest though you are the guest so all of that technical (laughs) stuff with like you know all of the the podcast um, passwords and all of that stuff. Do you yep. do you gonna need all, any of that? Yeah, or? Chris so, said. Well, Chris said he'd handle the editing. And, okay, you know, oh, okay, cool, 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 um, cool, cool. I cool, hold, cool. Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> um, I talked for a really long time about spoilers, and uh, yeah. I basically ended it by saying that um, I don't know what we're gonna do. So, um, I don't know if you. We'll have- just move on to the next one. Okay, Let's move cool. on to the next one. Uh, Is this is this a bad time to take a bathroom break? Not at all. No, go, go for it. it. Go for it. Okay, just really quick. My bladder is no worries. Have me all the time. Take, take the time all the time that you need. Okay, I'll be back. Sometimes it just comes at you like that, you know. And you know, no stopping bladders in twenty twenty. This there there ain't no stopping them. Ain't no stopping bladders. Let's let's check my email. Let's see if anything's uh, yeah, yeah, shipped any, out to me. Any, anything interesting? Mm-hmm. You got any shipping there. notifications, everybody? Anything in the in the old ship 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 mm-hmm. category? Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing. Nothing. No, no new emails. No new emails. Hey, I can't even can't even see the Xbox on my like front page of orders. Uh-oh. Order details. I didn't even know you ordered an Xbox. Yeah. I mean I do I do now, but Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't I was never able to complete an order for the PlayStation, but I went ahead and ordered a Xbox Series X. Um So yeah. That's annoying though. It is. We will email you when we have an estimated delivery date. Like I know everything's sort of fucked up cuz of this year, but Hello? Hello? Oh, there you Okay, sorry. Hey. I thought you broke up. What's up? I thought you broke up with me. I thought we were no longer friends. Heard you were chilling. I'm, I, uh, yeah, are you, are you chilling? I'm, I mean, I'm chilling. Are you, are you chilling? Are you chilling like a person who chills? Um, yeah, yeah, you could say that. Okay, 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 okay. What page are we on? We're on page nine. That's not too bad. Yeah. We got some heat to go through, but you know. There's not much. It's not that much heat. It's actually, it, I mean, there's a couple long ones, but there's not a lot of, um, <clears throat> whoops. Um, Medium heat. Yeah. Well, there's not like a lot of like questions or anything. So we gotcha, don't, have to, gotcha. don't have to discuss a lot. We, we can just fly. Mm-hmm. Fly like a bird. Mm. Mm. 
Can't wait to eat later. Fucking love eating, bro. Uh, Autumn's making fish and risotto with the French bread. Damn, I'm probably. I don't know what I'm gonna eat. <laughs> I posted that. Um, forgive me if I've told you this twice, but I posted a picture of like our um food, like our meal list for the week on mm-hmm. that we keep on the refrigerator to remind us what we have to eat that week. Um, and it was just something that new that we've been doing since quarantine is like obviously trying to minimize grocery store trips and all that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I posted the list, and I, like somebody responded was like you literally eat something different every night of the week. I can't imagine doing that. I have the same exact food every single day. And I'm like, I, I, I never responded or anything. And I just want to be like, bro, that's depressing. <laughs> that's like, kind of my life is half the time. <laughs> like you at least go from ham to turkey, right? <laughs> to chicken. Yeah. Like just switch it up <laughs> yeah. some. I eat a lot of leftovers. Just, uh, you know, sure. Just, just doing it. Just doing the thing. I eat a lot. Of I can't wait too. till, uh, I live with Jess who, um, is much more accomplished at, uh, making meals than I am. I can be well fed instead of just eating like garbage gargoyle dude I'm so like it, what's funny is like when me we were dating Autumn wasn't like a huge cook or anything like she didn't she just didn't really do a lot of cooking but for some reason when we got married she got really really into it and so of course now she's like extremely good at it and she really mm-hmm. likes to do all these kind of big elaborate meals like right now she's making horse cookies because she's going to another horse show this weekend what? so she's, Are they ma- they're not made of horse they're shaped like horses they're shaped like horses yeah it's okay. really difficult Just... to make cookies out of horses unfortunately. <laughs> i would i was a little worried because i thought you know i thought she really liked horses but now i'm getting a different kind of vibe well, she does she, she likes to ride and eat them she likes to she trains them for mm-hmm. sport so that she can then hunt them so that sport. she can then hunt kill and then eat them that's actually it's like what, I'm listening to the outtakes. Yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. I just, I wanted to, I didn't want to interrupt. You were in a middle. No, that's okay. Oh, that's that's okay. Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about my wife loving to eat horses. So that's no problem I know, at I all. Heard. No sweat. <laughs> no sweat. Uh, this is maybe TMI, but fun little story for you. I, cause I'm in my house with a lot of my family. Mm-hmm. So we were wearing face masks and I couldn't find mine. So I had to use a different bathroom. Um, and it was in my bra. Excellent. Oh, my, <laughs> that's where my face mask goes. I wore TMI. I'm sorry. I already no. told Jeremy I am always 100% awkward. Have, Chris, yeah, I mean, so have I'm you sorry. heard this podcast? <laughs> my I dad have. keeps being like, so what's the name of the podcast? I'm like, no, I'm not telling you. <laughs> no, it's called, no. <laughs> it's called Highway to Hell. Like, send her to those two women over there. I've said too many things. Yeah. It doesn't sound like Chris. Yeah, I changed my voice for the internet, Pops. All right. Uh all right. Where um, are we at? Oh, it was. I, it's I you. think I was Liz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you.